Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Joker and Dolphin Gaming Pod. I'm Mark, and as always, I'm joined by Matthew. Hello. And Nathan. Hey, up. How are we doing? Good. Warm, but good. Absolutely Chuffing sweltering. Warm. I'm just just buckets of sweat. It's been like on the verge of 30 degrees, hasn't it? Something, Something like that, yeah. daft like that. I mean, you know, I've been out in the sun as well on the barbecue, so that's not gone too well. Somehow I'm not sunburnt, but we'll see you in the morning. Yeah, lobster mat comes out. Yeah. Wearing that factor 50. Yeah, have you had some suntan cream on? Or living in the shade? No shade, unfortunately. The, uh, the back garden was pretty much in like full view of the sun. There was no hiding from it. So. <laughs> That's like dying to the house every now and then. Wise move. Okay. Well, it's been a big couple of weeks, hasn't it? It has. Just a bit. Five days, is it? Something like that? Is that how long it lasted? I don't know. But anyway, it's been Summer Games Fest. Jeff yeah. Keighley and the gang. Yep. yep. Keighley and the gang. Back out once again for yearly instalment. Uh, so there's a lot to get through. So we're going to focus on three showcases, mainly, aren't we? Yeah. So we'll start oh, with the shit. The... Yeah, and then maybe we'll finish off with any other honourable mentions. Or oh, dishonourable. Yeah, yeah, all that. So we'll kick off with the, uh, the Summer Game Fest opening night, shall we? Yeah, mention. Now, because there were so many games, we're only going to talk about the ones that actually interested us. Otherwise, we'd be here all chuffing night. But I think this this first one's going to be one that you guys are particularly interested in, right? Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown. That was, uh, that was a good surprise to start with. I've never yeah, played def- a Prince of Persia game. Have one. you not? Well, have you never? Put- wow. You're lucky in a way. Am I? Because how is he lucky? Because Prince of Persia, I think it was the Two Towers or whatever it was called, gave me the angriest gaming experience of my life. It was horrible. I was just so frustrated. Anyway, oh, I, I remember you mentioned this on the pod, yes. Yeah, when I bit the analog sticks off my PS2 controller. Long <laughs> times. But hopefully this one will give me a lot less rage. But it's a different kind of game, because this one leans more into the platforming side of things. Um, mm. But it, it does look really good, to be fair, in mm. terms of like the combat. Well, it's it's like a, a return to the classic Prince of Persia games. Um, I remember playing the very first one on, I want to say it was the Mega Drive? And I was terrible at it. I was absolutely terrible at it. Um, platforming, just the worst. Uh, would continuously run into spike pits and trap doors, killing me all the time. Yeah. So, um, looks to be a return to this. It, it seems to be almost like a mixture of the classic and, I would say, Sands of Time, with like the kind of yeah. parkour aspect and some of the combat. Yeah. Plus, there is the reversing time aspect of it that was on mm, Sander Time yeah. as well. But not only you can do that, so can your enemies. So that would be quite strange to see. Mm. It, did, it did give off um, Metroid Dread feelings, um, mm. which is just big positive for me. I, I absolutely loved that game when it came out. So, yeah. Well, so much that I think it was my game of the year last year or the year before. So. Yeah. Well, speaking of Metroid, I think it's going to lean into that trope of you having to kind of build yourself up to get to different places within the map. Um, mm. It seemed like you need to build your skills up to get to certain places or get good at the um, platforming side to get to certain places. So, yeah, that should be sure. quite interesting. But for that one, we've not got a whole lot of time to wait. I think it's the, is it the 18th of January for that one. So near my birthday, actually. So I might shoot myself. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, 
we've got seven months. So yeah, but not so long in the grand scheme of things. Right, I think this uh, this next one, I think everyone's uh, gone interesting as well. Maybe for some of the uh, gory details that we found out in the uh, gameplay reveal for it. But see another look yeah. at Mortal Kombat One. <laughs> uh, but more of a more of a deep dive into the actual gameplay this time. So, mm. I mean, we got to see. Uh, I think we we started off with I think it was Sub Zero and no, sorry, not Sub Sub Zero, isn't it? Sub Zero and um, was it Katana? I think it is. No, <sighs> yeah, I'm bad with the characters' names. It's the one who loves throwing the hat, basically. Oh, Raiden. Uh, no, he doesn't throw the hat, does he? Oh, the no. one who like. Oh, odd job. Saws. Like... <laughs> yeah, odd job. Yes, it was odd job. <laughs> he will now be known as odd job. So. You know, if he was like one of those combo characters, that would have been perfect. But anyway. Yeah. Um, or cameos, as they call them. Cameos, pies. So we got to see uh, a number of uh, combos that both fires put into uh, put into the gameplay. Um, and then we start seeing some of how the cameo fires will work, which seem to be... One press of a button? I'm not sure what to make of these. Hmm. Seems a bit random to me. It's like you, you pick your main fighter, don't you? And then you get, yeah. like a, apparently you get a second roster of characters you can use as a cameo. Yeah. Some make an appearance in both. And there's a one button summon. You combine the, the button with a directional press, don't you? Yeah, so I think yeah, different ones do different stuff. Um, and they're, they're used in a, a variety of different which um, they showed off like you can continue combos with them yeah. uh, you can keep the enemy or opponent I should say um, juggled in the air with them uh, they can also be used to break combos as well um, if an enemy is sort of going on a bit of a streak you can actually use them to sort of interrupt their combo they also seem to get involved in the new x-ray moves as well you seem to can do like double team x-ray moves which is pretty cool uh, I think they were showing off the one between um, Odd Job and uh, I want to say Ryder, I think it was. I could be wrong. Ryder. Raiden. 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 Ryder. Showed off that aspect. Um, and then they were showing off a few more of the different characters as well and stages and a little bit more of the story that seems to be going ahead where um, Liu Kang seems to be putting together a, a team of warriors to uh, protect Earth Realm, as it always seems to be protected in every Mortal Kombat game. Uh, <laughs> but we saw a few more characters as well. Like we got to, obviously, we got to see uh, Katana and um, Cage. And I just thought quite uh, an impressive-looking stage. Like I was in Luke Cage's... Um, Living room? living room slash mansion kind of thing. Yeah. It, looked very, that, it looked very Tony Stark yeah, I was, that's what I was just going to make that comparison yeah <laughs> uh, as best I can describe it um, and then we saw some other stuff as well I think we obviously saw Raiden against um, I think it might have been Katana again I think it was like they were doing some sort of training thing and we also saw Melina against I mean getting it wrong I think Katana is the female character isn't it it's Katana against Melina who's the it was the sword wheeling guy who like comes blind. He was looking for his sword when he uh, names can't, escaping. Can't find it. He's blind, can he? Yeah. Well, no. Getting it all wrong. I'm sorry. Um, odd, odd job is Kung Lao. 
Kung Lao, that was it. Um, sword character guy. I keep forgetting his name, but we essentially saw a lot more, and then we started seeing um, obviously some of the new fatalities as well, um, which unsurprisingly as gory as ever. I love them. It's my favourite bit, especially when so, it was the X-ray bit, and you could just see all the bones breaking and the spleens exploding. I, f- I feel like I feel like X-ray moves should be like round enders with the way you just see stuff just getting stabbed and broken and like this yeah. man can't walk anymore how is he still walking or your character just becomes like a floppy mess on? afterwards with what's happened to him yeah um i would like a full explanation on sort of how these rosters will work because it did it did it does feel like some fires will be exclusively cameo fires potentially yeah um Oh, Which I think who, might be a bit of a shame, especially if, like, you know, one of your favourites is behind a cameo roster. You have to wait and see, Will. So we'll, we'll have to see how that is. Um, I think it's some of the some of them that showed off. There was Jax, Sonya Blade, um, Sub-Zero again was oh, one. They were wearing the classic outfits, weren't they? Yeah, well, I think all of them are going to be wearing the classic outfits because it's Mortal Kombat 1, isn't it? They're going back to the start, pretty much. Well, it's a different universe, isn't it? That's one thing that I found interesting. So, like, Scorpion and Sub-Zero were, like, happy brothers. brothers it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, it's a slight bearing on the, the original universe, but it is essentially starting over again, so you would expect people to be solving their Mortal Kombat 1 costumes a bit, a little bit well, updated. if it's an yeah. alternate universe, then maybe not. Well, we'll see. I mean, Jax is there, so um, I can explain that one. Sure. I did like some of the other arenas. I liked the uh, that Chinese one. We had like lanterns and fireworks going from the background. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, nice. yeah. It looks like some rivalries and allies will be mixed up. Hmm. Hence the reboot. I, I, I wish we got at least one stage fatality. Like, I would have loved to have seen one of them. Like, I, I always, I always like the one where they're flying over like the, the stone bridge and you can get knocked into like the oh, spike yeah. pit. Yeah, That's what yeah. it's called. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you don't really get them nowadays, do you? No. One, one. <laughs> Ed Boone. What, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, one little detail that I actually enjoyed, but I actually thought he might have made it into his own character, but instead, uh, Ed Boone revealed that Johnny Cage has been voiced by Mr. Kickboxing himself, Jean Claude Van Damme. Yep. Um, which you do say with the little that I heard of him, I did actually pick up there was him immediately. Um, maybe I've just not seen any of his recent stuff and I've just like forgotten how, how he sounds. Well, last time I heard him speak was when he did the old Cause Light adverts years yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, must say, a much better like celebrity involvement than the last Mortal Kombat. If people can remember, Sonny Blade was vo- voiced and also... Oh, yes. No, no, just voice. It wasn't more, uh, motion capped, but was voiced by... MMA fighter Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Who didn't give that much of a convincing performance, but yeah. No, but they said they were trying to get hold of John Glover down for years, weren't they? Since 90, yeah. 90s, well, weren't Yeah, it, they did mention like the original Mortal Kombat was actually going to be like, they wanted to make like kickboxing the game. Yeah, yeah. blood spot. Um, but they could never get hold of him, so it just eventually evolved into what Mortal Kombat is. But awesome to have his involvement. I really thought he would have his own. Character as well, though, like you know, like this. Yeah, I would have thought they just put him in separately. 
Or did, you know, it, you know, it, it was just cool. too close to Johnny Cage. You know, cool. Could have got his likeness, but then said it's it's Guile from the Street Fighter movie, <laughs> so they could say they got Street Fighter in <laughs> combat. That would have been cool. So more fighting stuff, but a bit more odd. Well, fighting stuff with a a twist of Jurassic, shall we say? Yeah. So Street Fighter Six X Exo Primal, or was it Exo Primal X? Street Fighter 6. One or the other. I'd say Street Fighter should lead on this one. Yeah. No, I'd probably say it's X or Primal because it's their game. So, so we've got the Street Fighter 6 characters as cyborgs or something like that? I don't know. I didn't know. Uh, so they, they start can... beating up dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got the so Ryu I... exosuit doing a Hadouken on a Velociraptor. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, the train is this is the first. Capcom collab for Exo Primal. So is this supposed to be like a start of a thing then, where they start doing crossovers for stuff? That's what it felt like to me. So from from how I remember historically, the first sort of Capcom game that really started doing this was um, Monster Hunter World, where they'd they'd introduce other Capcom franchises into Monster Hunter World, basically. So you had like you had some of the Street Fighter stuff. You had Devil May Cry stuff. You had somehow even The Witcher was in Monster Hunter World. Um, even Final Fantasy ended up there. I don't know how, but, you know. Um, so, yeah, so I think Capcom likes to do this with some of their franchises. So I, I can definitely see um, Exo Primal being, like, the newest one, sort of include that. Um, could definitely easily see a Monster Hunter crossover as well. So, but I mean, for what, what we saw, I'm assuming it, the little that we saw is going to be Ryu and Guile as exosuits that you can get inside of and use. Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, for me, I just want to see him punching dinosaurs. That's what it's all about. Well, perfect game for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not the end of crossovers. Mm. And then get the Dead by Daylight one. With none other than Nicolas Cage. I have to say, I loved his interview. I mean, it did seem really enthusiastic he's pretty, about He's pretty it, chill, wasn't he? Yeah. He seemed, yeah. It's like, you know when they get these it's... like celebrity involvements and you like you can tell they just do not want to be there. <laughs> yeah. But like, like... He was really into it. Yeah, I love it. Like him, him, Keanu Reeves as well. They all seem to be like, love being in these games. I have to say, when I actually saw the footage of him in game though, I, I didn't think it looked that great. It looked, to be honest, I thought it looked a bit like a Fortnite skin. It looks a bit janky. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, it's going to look as, as good as they can in their engine on it. So. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, it should be a lot funny. of fun to play as them. So. Yeah, it's funny. should have some funny quips. <laughs> now, the next one. That's really good. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Sonic Superstars. Yes. Yeah. To be honest, this one got one of like the biggest cheers of the night, yeah. from what I heard, anyway. Mm. Good trailer showed... as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, because it opened up to like, the yeah. 16-bit version, mm. went across like the finish with the sign spinning, and then went backwards and forwards a bit, teasing us from the old to new. Yeah, it was good. I really thought when I saw this, it was going to be like, oh, we're going to get like Sonic Mania 2, this is going to be brilliant. I thought it was going to be a remake when I first saw it. Well, they've already got Sonic Generations, haven't they? Which were 
not played it. Mm. Totally similar. Yeah, but it's like it's not it's it's never been like a full remake of one of the older games, has it? It's just like plucked the popular levels from those games. Mm. So yeah. Um, I mean, it could have been. I'd, I'd have been up for a Sonic One remake for sure. But you could play as multiple characters. Yeah, you could play as Sonic, obviously. Knuckles, yeah. Amy, Tails. This is the first time you get to have four player co-op. Hmm. Yeah, multiplayer. Some new. Uh, I it it would probably work similar to how it was in like Sonic Two and Sonic Three when you could put in a second control and you just start controlling Tails. Mm. Well, well I'm thinking, like, is there enough for people to do? I'm sure there will be. You you just speed through the level. I'm sure there'll be some platforming that might be specific to um, co-op routes potentially. Yeah. So I I did like the bits where it went from like a 16-bit style to a modern style within the level as well. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, the like like the neon Tron-like level. That looked yeah. interesting. Well, they seem to like turn into like squids they like you just flowed through level that's interesting yeah. although, well, like, uh, although the whoever knocks knuckles into the trap is a bit of a <laughs> bad person <laughs> i mean that that say that that's made him lose rings what's that about? in air quotes code could be racing to the finish line doing whatever you're, it just, takes. you're just fighting each other to get burst yeah it's, it's gonna be, be like uh gonna be like one of those super mario brothers games is all over again throwing each other off the side <laughs> and i think we saw one of the levels that looked a bit like you know, the bonus stages in sonic one where you were getting the chaos emeralds because you had to kind of yeah i had, like, like, all, I had like all four characters in there as well i wonder if that'll that'll be the same they'll treat it like this is how you get the emerald or whether it's like maybe a just a, a bonus level they like doing yeah but it do, does look really good, though. I'm looking forward to that. Hmm. Interested to see what kind of new powers they'll introduce as well, because they showed off one where Sonic went, I suppose, like a war colour, and he could, like, bounce up the waterfall. So that seemed new. There's no release for that, were there? Th- they said autumn 2023. Uh, so they yeah. A... Um, is, yeah. This is, I think this is one you've been interested in, Nate. Lies of Pete. Yeah. Honestly, mm. I really like the look of this game. And off the back of this, they did say that a demo was out, and I've subsequently played it. So I've given it a go. Oh, yeah. And actually, I found out just earlier on that the demo's already had a million downloads. So it's I'm must be fairly well liked. Um, but well, yeah. Well, that doesn't mean it's been liked. Well, people are interested. Might have hated it. Well. Mm. <laughs> yeah, true. It's got a lot of interest. We'll, we'll say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the graphical style of it. And but what puts me off it it's souls like and that's that's what's put me off. Yeah, I think I, I'd like to try the demo the and see see how how much souls like it is. Whether is it more of a souls like? Is it more of a DMC kind of hack and slash? Looks from what I've played so far, I took a few grunts out. I didn't do too badly, and I, I was getting a bit of confidence up. And then oh. I saw this giant, like, robotic policeman in corner. I was like, oh, I've taken a few of these smaller ones that I can definitely do this. Because I, I would get a bit confident because I killed about 12 enemies without taking a hit. And um, basically, I went up to this big policeman guy in this train station and put my, um, like, shield to kind of block it. Not shield, but sword to block. 
and he like took half my health bar off. And I'm like, oh no, I did not pick the right path here. Tried running away <laughs> and uh, got killed promptly. And then I didn't go on to it after then. So I spent about 10 minutes on it. <laughs> and to be Ten. honest, when I played um, Demon Souls, I feel that I did better on Lies of P. But that might be because it was at the very start of the game. So they probably made it quite easy. Yeah, it's a demo as well. So they'll not want to like alienate the hardest yeah. thing immediately. Plus, will you have a difficulty level on this? I didn't see the option for one. But funnily well, enough, well, if, you might not I mean, if it's, yeah, mm-hmm. before the game even started, I got confused through the menu screen because you have to click triangle to proceed. Normally, I just click X. What kind of Muppet decisions is that? What kind Come of on, Muppet decisions? Everyone decision knows is that? you press circle. <laughs> it's not what? circle. Everyone knows you press circle. That's back in PS1 days, mate. PS5. Mate. Yeah, but yeah, but triangle. That's that's just out of the question. That's weird. But that's what I mean, though. Like, at least, like, if Press you are going to change something, <laughs> like the X button, put it on at least circle. To be honest, when, a bit when I saw that, I know we're in for a bumpy ride. Oh, like, oh, bloody they've got me already. <laughs> Is it to make sure you're reading instructions? Probably. <laughs> so just throwing it out there. Yeah, because I was, like, deadly cha- looking at the screen, like... Uh, Every time you load it up, it changes board. I-, I thought that my controller were disconnected. <laughs> Press touchpad. Yeah. <laughs> On but, your PS feed. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'll give the demo another go. I'll, I'll try again, because I feel that I did better than I have done with other Souls games. And I think if I get the mechanics, uh, it might be all right. The, I like the story of it. And I'm quite freaked out by it as well. Cause, cause Is it, does it kind of like just retread the story of Pinocchio? Not f- so far. Basically, this okay. is ominous voice asking you for help in a train. And you've got to get off the train and then go and find somebody. So it's very kind of out there in terms of its story. Okay. But I imagine there'll be parallels to the actual story itself as we go through, but I've not reached them yet. That but, releases September the 19th. Yeah. The same it's day as Mortal Kombat 1. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be a stack. There's going to be a lot of games that get stacked against each other. So. <laughs> yeah. No, about Sandland. Hmm. Okay. My comment I put here is uh, anime Borderlands. That's it's all I wrote that Yeah. It's funny that you say Borderlands because that is pretty much the same art style that Akira Toriyama uses for pretty much all of his mangas that he draws. Right. So maybe Borderlands took a bit of inspiration from him. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I can see what the cell shade, but like the actual style of art is is quite different. But it's definitely like signature Toriyama, for sure. From what I've heard, is this game is meant to be based on his other famous manga. Um, although this might be just Japan only. This is the first time I've heard of Sunland myself. But um, looks intriguing. I can definitely see the influences with all the mechs and stuff. I'm like, that looks like a red ribbon robot. <laughs> yeah. what's, go- what's going on here? To, uh, to be honest, I thought, I thought the... Um... <laughs> protagonists were going to turn super same for a second when I saw the power-up scene in the hair. Yeah. What is happening? I don't know what they're on about. <laughs> Story seems intriguing, though. It seems like you're playing as like a demon who has to sort of reluctantly help the human world. So if there's a demo, I'll definitely give it, give it a chance. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. If there's a demo, I'll give it a go. Yeah. But I've not seen enough to know if I want to yeah. test the waters yet. 
I don't think a release date was given for this one either, so it's pretty much just up in the air. But you know Jeff, he loves his anime games. So has, to, has to have at least one in every show he does. <laughs> Party animals. Party animals, yeah. Yeah. Um, the live streamers shilling the Gang Beast ripoff. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. This reminds me of that game that we play, Extra Life. Do you know them like yeah. fighting people? And Gang also Gang Beasts. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. Who was just saying? <laughs> the one I was just mentioned. I didn't know its <laughs> name. Meltdown That's as right. well. Okay. Meltdown. That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. But no. I didn't like this tra- this trailer though either. Just like all the streamers no. just laughing. Yeah. Which rather be like, oh, this is crap. To be fair, I've actually seen. No, rather than just show the game, not have this annoying <laughs> influencer people. <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> to me, it, it looked like Sylvanian families fighting each other, and I'm there for that. Love it. Like what? Sylvanian families. The little um, figurines that you could put in dollhouses in the 90s. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, moving on. Uh, it's from one nightmare 20th. to another. It is out on the twentieth of September. We'll we'll end with that. <laughs> Alawake too. Mm. No, not played Alawake. But this has gone more outright horror, isn't it? I don't believe the first one was actually proper horror, was it? Uh, I think it was like psychological horror. Yeah, I think this is more pull your pants scary horror. I think they've gone almost like kind of like a, a Resident Evil. Um, it did look it when direction. that one was walking through the forest. Yeah, it was very one. Resi-like. Mm. What, what's her name? Uh, Saga, is it? I believe her name is. It might be. It's, it's, you, so you play as two characters. Um, this was interesting. Saga and obviously Alan Wake. So um, it, it, it suggested like, was it Sam Lake? Is that his name? Yep. Creator, yeah. The face of Max Payne. He said something like, interesting, you could probably stay the same character through the entire story. You can switch at certain points, but I think I think it converges at the end, where you have to switch mm. or something. But he alluded to the that fact that you could play most of it one way if you wanted. I could see how that could like affect the story. You know, like if you've not been with this one, this other person, then you don't know what they've gone through. Maybe their endings are quite different if you've not spent any time with them. Yeah. Oh, I'm intrigued. You could play that, Matt, and then uh, tell me what it's like. I yeah, so I'll, I I'll, stream, I'll stream a few guys, and yeah, then yeah. probably turn it off immediately. <laughs> um, Warhammer Space Marine 2. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even know there was a Space Marine 1. <laughs> Years ago, I think it was. But um, the, the extent of my Warhammer Space Marine knowledge is that they're blue, because me and my brother used to paint them when we were younger. Good times. Well, I them. Yeah. I never played it, I just, I just liked painting them. Like I don't know what happened to I've, I've always been Listen. intrigued in the uh, in the 40k universe a little bit more than the fantasy Warhammer universe. Um, I, think, I think this looks alright. That's quite a lot of fun. Looks like there'll be a lot of in it for sure. And <laughs> a, lot, a lot of dead orcs and uh, enemies and stuff. He said the campaign can be played online cooperatively up to three players. Just say. See? Still going to be say. FIFA, isn't it? <laughs> no. No, we, we are eventually going to get away from It's going to happen eventually. It's going to be football, isn't it? Do you know, like, we've all got gaming backlogs. We could clear yeah. them if we actually played them together. We could. You know. 
That's one thing we should do. We should all come up with our co-op gaming backlogs and work through them together. Yeah, it's a really good idea, Mark. Love that. Good, good. I mean, that'll never happen, but <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's move on. Uh, that'll be out in winter this year. So. I just want to quickly mention Yes, Your Grace. Mm. I just think this looks quite intriguing. So it, it's like a pixel art game. And it, it looks like you play a king. Is that right? Yes. So you're rising up as a king. And you can either, well, by the looks of it, you can either rule with an iron fist or show mercy to your loyal subjects. I like the sound of this. Yeah. <laughs> Very Fable 3. There's a bit where like, someone was begging you for help. You're like, yes, yes, I'll Yeah, you. you could like you help them or potentially not. And there was another guy who fell at your feet and then you just cut his head off. <laughs> okay. Why not? Yeah, choices, choices. Yeah, I think I think this game is already out. Um, I think this is this is more like a potential sequel or an expansion. So I think it's uh, yes, you're yeah. snow snowfall. Yeah. Yes. Seems to imply that you could you have a queen in this as well. Okay. Um, from the little that I saw, um, and also the little sort of box art that I think it's got for it. Um, whether you play as the queen, I'm not sure. But it seems to show that you have like battle, you can have like battles as well. Uh, yeah, you join into the battles. Yeah, because yeah. there was a lot of fire burning around. There's all that. Mm, Villages village being destroyed. Yeah, I think the castle was on fire at some point as well. Probably. Bull's going well then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, could be better, probably. Right. What about this next one then? John Carpenter's John... Toxic Commando. Yeah, are we not done with the whole zombie horde thing yet? Oh no, we've got to drag it out for a bit longer yet. Do you know what? The only reason this came to my attention is because I saw Focus Entertainment is involved. The makers of A Plague's Tale. A game series that I really like. And to be fair to it, this looked really fun. They had John Bon Jovi in the background. Running people, well, running people. Running zombies over with your vehicles. Gunning them down. Yeah. I like the idea that it seems as though um, you travel around in a vehicle, but you can also get them, like, stuck and stuff. So you have to, like, obviously kind of get new vehicles. They were showing, like, obviously, like, I think, like, your car was getting stuck in mud. Someone had jumped in an ambulance and towed it along. Yeah. Um, The first person shooting seemed interesting. I've never seen, like, someone shooting through the front window before. I don't know. It seemed seemed just new to me. I don't know. I'm sure it's happened in other games, but... They seem to show a bit uniquely here. Yeah, because it looked to be more focused on the vehicle for a lot of the time, Mm. as you said, rather than just on foot, gunning hordes of zombies down. So, plus, I mean, if you know, could be, could be four player cop. Just a fourth, but don't need a fourth. I'm sure there'll be AI. I'm not playing it. It's like a zillion other games out there. I mean, you can slap John Carpenter's name on it all you want, but it's nothing new. And I like John Cobb, but no. I just thought this looked a bit bland, if I'm honest. We'll see. It's out next year, so we've got a bit of time, yeah. Go on then, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Yeah, nothing nothing too new, um, other than we finally have a release date. And a box well, art. Well, they showed off some nice uh, artwork, didn't they? Yeah, there's like two... The one of Venom were nice. Hmm. Pretty good. They said I it's do... not Eddie Brock. Um. Got a feeling it might not be Harry Osborne either. 
I think it's Osborne because they mentioned two names. He said it's not any Brock. He didn't say anything about Osborne. It's going to be him. He didn't, but I, he did say it was going to be brand new. It's a brand new. I'm, I'm just getting story. Arkham Knight flashbacks. No, don't where, don't do that. Everybody don't do that. They, they never. They, that was handled pretty poorly. But yeah, as you say, we had a release date. October the 20th. October. Hmm. Not quite the September we were expecting. But at this rate, it's probably, probably just as well. Thing, it was... <laughs> yeah, probably a good thing. Still, September Although October the amount of stuff that's coming period. out in October as well. It's like, God. I think he might be craving. I reckon he gets the symbiote. I think that'd be too convenient. Why would it be convenient? It would, it'd be convenient if it was Eddie Brock. Because it's always Eddie Brock. But we know it's not him. Oh, no, it's not him. But I also think it'd be too convenient that it's Harry Osborn. Because he um, currently has the symbiote. Right, I want it to be Miles, and then Miles kills Peter. There we go. I think it's JJ and the Jameson. <laughs> that'd be oh, amazing. that'd be amazing. Yes. <laughs> Give me that. Come on, next one. Pal World. Oh, this was incredible. Pokemon with guns, you say? Yeah. Yeah, that's All what Jeff said. <laughs> Honestly, like, I can't see a bigger lawsuit coming. Yeah, is that the Nintendo lawyers out here? Yeah. Honestly, I, I must have counted at least 10 or 15 Pokemon there, there's, that I could, there's like, so, There's so connect. many, like, designs that I'm like, I'm sure you're, like, this Pokemon. I'm sure was you're that, this Pokemon. Was that Latius at the end? That's what I thought. I was like, <laughs> what's going on? Is this... There's the Eevee ripoff. <laughs> yeah. And then there was... Uh, is it Arceon? Glaceon, that's it. There was a Glaceon ripoff Glaceon. as well. Um. Oh, what was that Pokemon that Ash used to ride around on in Orange, Orange Islands? Uh, Lapras. Lapras ripoff were there. Um, Honestly, like, to be honest, the, the actual, like, we're joking around, the actual idea of the game sounds cool. My only thing is, like, could the guns, could have just been, like, some fantasy redesigned thing and not, like, real world guns? Oh, that's what makes it amazing, though, mate. That's, that's just some, like... I could understand if it was like some fantasy, like oh, we we gotta shoot like capture pellets or something to like get the monsters. But like, no, I'm just gonna whip out like, just gonna whip out my uh, MG42 and just rip her shreds this cube. That that bit reminds me a bit of Digimon because obviously you got Digimon with guns and stuff. Yeah, but even then, like it weren't that violent. Oh no. I'm expecting like bullet holes ripping through the monster. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I like the idea of like a full like 4K open world Pokemon game though. Like that idea of it sounds cool. Yeah. Nintendo make a 4K Switch. Um, but you know, out next year. Yeah, we'll be interested <laughs> to see when it does come out. Before we move on to the next game, shall we just briefly talk about the top trolling by Jeff Keighley? Oh, oh my on. goodness, yes. Oh, yeah, so we... So this game that we're not... I, I would like to talk about if it was not mobile. If it, if like if they said it was on Switch, then I'd be like, definitely, like, I'm going to talk a little bit about this. But we got to see a little bit more on um, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, which is sort of like a mobile retelling of um, sort of the compilation of seven games. So, like, Crisis Core, the original seven, maybe even Remake. And then some new content on the first soldier. So we got this, and then you know Jeff Kelly talked a little bit about it. And then uh, pretty much straight after, he was like, "Right, speaking of Final Fantasy." And, and the crowd. Went I mean, the crowd were like, 
Like everyone was like, oh my god, and then Kayla was just like, no, 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 and then just started talking about. Or was it yeah, DoorDash? He just, he just swerved the, uh, the DoorDash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, the whole crowd laughed. Like, you get a free burrito when you spend over $20 or something. Yeah. And then you could be entered in a chance to win, like, a collector's additional final Yeah, final Yeah. Um, ah. Top, top class trollage, though. Top trolley. Uh, like, all, all the, like, I was watching some reactions to this. I think everyone just, like, laughed and thought this was hilarious. <laughs> I bet you there were some angry people, though. I bet you there were. Oh, they must have been. Like... You can't have done this. Well, the next game, I think we're all probably interested in this one. Like a Dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Definitely the game that has the longest title. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bit of a mouthful, that one. Mm. Does look really good, though. Mm. Really that intrigued when, by this. When the uh... doors opened, we had all that neon. God, that looked gorgeous. Oh, like that massive, like, amusement yeah. park. It yeah. looks good. Looks massive. Do like the look at the uh, the new, I think they call it the agent fight fight style. Uh, the one yes. where it was like, it, it, so Kiryu can start using gadgets and stuff, and he was like using these like. Yeah, he was doing like weird power stuff. Whip. Yeah. Yeah, like almost like Spider-Man-esque pulling <laughs> signs to him and just smashing. <laughs> yeah, I, people. I couldn't work yeah. out what happened. Uh, and then he was like grabbing three at once and spinning them or something. I was like, yeah. what is going on here? Yeah, I that's one thing I noticed. He's got the symbiote. It was, yeah. it was taking That's up it, like yeah. probably 25, 30 enemies at a time that were standing uh, around him. Venom, Venom is Kiri. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That was a big square. Mystery solved. There we go. Uh, yeah, it comes out November the 9th. Mm. Is yeah, that it's just going to be digital only, that game? Yes. Well, I've heard Apparently it's so. Yeah. You get a pre-order bonus of Legendary Fighter back. I'm not quite sure what that's for. I don't know how you use them. What's, what's that? I don't know what that means. Is that is that you fight them in like the Colosseum or something? Like you have a previous no, game? No, I imagine so... they'll... Are they skins like, of some uh, kind? I don't know. It'll be some sort of minigame. It could be stuff like what's in um, Kiwami 2 where you can do like the clan career stuff and you could put in codes. Oh, yeah. Like the whole, whole Yakuza 6 has got it. I, don't know, I was bashing in all the codes for the New Japan wrestlers. <laughs> oh, what so, it could be is... Like in Like a Dragon, um, the one with Ichiban, you can mid-fight call up a friend and then they can come and help you in battle. So it might be something similar to that where they can come and assist you. Oh, right. Okay. Maybe. That was more like summons and like, because it's a turn-based. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe. We'll see. Okay, then we got Under the Waves. Underwater Adventure. So it's like you're exploring the, the depths, solving problems you find along the way. And then there's a mystery happening. Mm. Yeah. I, I did like the bit with the AI at the start, where he's like, calls him, it calls the main character Stanley. And the guy's like, yeah, you can just call me Stan. Like, okay, just Stan. All right, cool. A nice little, nice little joke there. <laughs> Gives me, um, oh, what's the underwater game? Subnautica. <laughs> That's the one, Subnautica. Gives me those kind of vibes. I was going to say Endless Ocean, but this is totally different to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, seems like an intriguing mystery as well. Like, it could be some paranormal stuff going on when you're investigating the... It was like a shipwreck, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. There's there's one particular bit thing that put me off this game. The killer whales weren't big enough. 
I know it's really random, but it's just something that I noticed. Like when I play an underwater game, I want to be in awe of the creatures around me. But the killer whale just looked like a little goldfish. I mean, it's flat. If a killer whale was near me, I wouldn't be in awe. I'd be like, get the out of here. Oh, yeah, obviously it's going to rip my part, face off. But... Maybe that's part of the mystery, Nathan. But mm. why the fish are so small? Yes. yes. Well, mammal. But anyway. Maybe it wasn't a killer whale. Mm. Maybe it was just a killer. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, well, it's out well, on the 29th of August. Yes. <laughs> uh, then we've got a bit of hardware news. Porsche, 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 Porsche. One, one of the Porsche. others. Porsche. It's, it's, it's one of the others. Uh, celebrating their 75th anniversary. So mm. they've teamed up with Xbox to produce some limited edition Series Xs. So there's 75 consoles. Yep. Obviously. There's six designs. Yes, based on six sports car designs for Porsche. Yeah, it's uh, the variants that they do, I think, is in the Le Mans. Yes. Well, so. I think I think the one they showed off was yeah, was the, well, the, the yeah, normal. yeah, normal. which did look like a popcorn bucket. I have to say, <laughs> it really did. It did. Yeah. I mean, it's not the worst looking console. I mean, oh no, no, worse. absolutely, it's not. But I, it did so. look like one. <laughs> Do you know if the Series X came out in the seventies? That's what it looked like. <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the designs look like well, they probably are off of the cars that were in the seventies, seventies, eighties. Yeah, on brand. Mm. I, I well, you can go to um, PorscheXboxSweepstakes.com and put your hat in the ring to try and win one. I did yeah. that. Don't know about any of you, so but I want one just so I can sell I it. Did. I did. Yeah. I just want one. I want a Series X. Yeah. But I don't want to pay for it. You probably do for one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we got a Star Trek Infinite. Not the Bridge Crew sequel we wanted. No. No. Do you know what? When I saw uh, the Borg planet and the cubes and then the, them start speaking, I thought, oh my goodness, we're in for a treat here. It's Bridge Crew 2 for PSVR 2 and it's going to be amazing. We're all going to play it together. I'm going to be just like Jean-Luc Picard. Um, Mark, you could be Cisco. You could be Captain Janeway, Matt. Um, and then we'll have a jolly good time. Well, we But no. Because <laughs> it ain't. No. Oh, it might be all right. Man. Who knows? It might be. It thing. might be. I mean, we'll see what it's all about in due course. But uh, yeah. yeah, not quite what we wanted there. Uh, then we got a teaser for the Twisted Metal series. I don't know much about Twisted Metal, so I don't know whether this is accurate or not. No idea. To be honest. Um, but Will Arnett is voicing Sweet Tooth. Do you know who's definitely the body not of Sweet Tooth? But it's definitely not Will Arnett. No, you'll know him though. Uh, go on then. Current AEW wrestler and Ring of Honor television champion, I believe he is, Mr. Samoa Joe. Now you say that. Look at you see the body. Yeah. Now you can see. I actually thought he'd be voicing him as well, but yeah, why is he not voicing? Yeah, that's. I mean, he's voicing King Shark, so yeah. Strange decision. And then, of course, Anthony Mackie as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Falcon. Oh, sorry, Captain America. Uh, but it looks okay, I guess. I'll probably, I'll probably watch it. I'll give it a go, yeah. I'll definitely watch the first probably. episode and see how it goes. Yeah. Is it Hulu? It's, it, yeah, I think it's Hulu over there. And I think so I don't, I don't know what normally does. over here it could be... I mean, it could be a range of things. It could be Netflix. It could be Amazon. It could be Now. It could be 500 stuff. Somehow Disney, maybe. <laughs> probably not. Who knows? 
Who knows? Well, the way the gaming is going, it should be Netflix, shouldn't it? They seem to have everything else gaming was, so why not then? Well, I mean, Halo is on Amazon, so. Is it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, the Paramount. You can get Paramount oh, through Amazon. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was Paramount Plus. But... Sorry. Well, you, can, you have to get a. You can get a free trial, can't you? For a week. Yes. I've so already I, used them for free trial. I might, so. I might do that and binge it. Even though it's I not think supposed it, to be I very good. Anyway. I think it's about £6 months. So it's not too bad. It's not yeah, like Netflix. Netflix yeah, is... yeah, but when you're already paying for a number of streaming services. Well, that's it. They all mount up, don't they? Yeah, You've got Amazon, yeah. Netflix, Disney. Yeah. Uh, but then we got uh, Liz. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Liz Fanger. Yeah. Liz Fanger, the Time Shift Warrior. Hmm. It's it's immediately giving me like Hades vibes. So anything that's like that, I'm like immediately intrigued. Um, this is like if you die, you return with like another you. Yeah. So it seems In like battle. you get like a you're cloned, almost like a clone or like a shadow version of like your previous run so like it will do what it was doing you can then like move on to do like other things as well and almost like obviously get further to the point of your ghost but then as you keep on dying you'll keep on creating clones i, I like the an interesting premise concept. of it yeah. yeah i was quite intrigued by it so yeah, see so, so like build up a legion yeah so you kind of like against like the final boss and like start not making the mistakes that your ghosts were doing yeah so Seems cool. There we got some more extended gameplay of Immortals of Avian, which we've seen quite a bit of recently, haven't we? Yeah, we saw it at the PlayStation Showcase, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. I think it looks pretty badass. I quite like the gameplay. I, I'm liking the look of it, yeah. I'm starting to get into it now. The more I yeah. see of it, I'm more like, oh, okay, I'm getting it. Yeah. I like, I like the bit where it's basically just like a machine gun from his arm. He's yeah, he's, he's got like the... The, the orbs around his arm, and he's just yeah. shooting them out. That looked yeah. pretty cool. That's like, like a minigun. So apparently he can, he's one of the few people who can wield three types of magic. Or something. I think that's what plot. Plot. Mentioned. <laughs> Obviously I don't know much about plots, but that, good, I, I think that was him. mentioned. I'm sure the magic's so important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm actually quite liking the look of that one. And it's not... that. Does that come out next month? It's not far. Uh, yes, I've got it down to the 20th of July. I think that's kind of so creepy. Because mm. I'd never even heard of it before that PlayStation showcase. I, f- I feel like I heard it once before, but I couldn't tell you when it was. Okay, then shall we move on to the, the final game of this? Uh, Matt, the floor is yours, because I'm sure you're going to be quite interested in this one. Yeah, so I mean, I think it was like, it was hyped up from like Jeff, like pretty much through the entire showcase. And then he was like, he was quite thankful that like he was given this as like a premiere and stuff. And we got the first official trailer for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Um, so this is going to be the second game in a trilogy, I think they've confirmed, of Final Fantasy VII games. So, I mean, I don't know really what to say without, without really spoiling kind of what happened in the first, well, in the first game, the remake, and the original. Um but I mean, at least from like a story standpoint, I'm very intrigued with kind of how they're going to take this. Because I, I like the sort of clues of like the saying, the unknown journey continues. And I think that's like a big clue of like, oh, okay, like everyone that played Final Fantasy VII knows what that story was. So they seem to be hinting at 
this could be a new take on the story where is it going to go what's what's happening and stuff but i'm i'm absolutely down into it like i played the remake absolutely loved it i think it was one of my favorite games of that year and just more of the same really um again like combat wise they, they seem to have added um sort of tag team moves in this as well now so you can like um have two characters start doing sort of what they call um dual techs uh which should be quite fun and it seems as though we might be getting a bit more of an open world this this could be where final fantasy 7 starts to open up a little bit more maybe able to travel some more places and stuff so i'm massively looking forward to this give it to me now really at this point um i've already forgotten that there's a final fantasy 16 coming out very very soon so <laughs> so yeah absolutely love this um i think actually one of the biggest surprises for me as well was when they announced the release date of it which is early 2024 mm. um two discs it's coming on yeah. two discs. just yeah. like well I, I say just like the original final fantasy i think the original one probably came in about four but like two discs for a PS5 game? What's going on there? This must be a massive game. That's all I can say. This must be absolutely massive to have it on too. Oh, is one just an installation disc? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, we've got to install about 100 gigs here, and then the other one's got another 100 gig. Swap or fly simulator. Really? Yeah, I just had an installation disc. I think most modern games, the disc is the installation disc now, so... <laughs> You install about two gigabytes and there's another 80 to come along with it that you got to download. Ah, oh, brilliant. But no, absolutely, I love this. They're definitely my game of the summer game fest. So. Any picks from you guys? Ooh, best of the, one of the show, of that show. I'm torn between uh, Like a Dragon and uh, Mortal Kombat. Hmm. Yeah, Mortal Kombat one of mine. I, I, I'd say Mortal Kombat or probably Sonic Superstars, to be honest. Just a bit yeah. of a change. Hmm. Well, that's the biggest surprise, Immortals, maybe. Of the ones I previously weren't looking forward yeah. to. Surprise. I'll say, I think I'll say Sonic. I think I wasn't expecting it. So I'll say that was my big surprise. Any disappointments? Any <laughs> disappointments? Uh... The slew of free-to-play games <laughs> is probably mine. I'm sure they'll be fine. It just none of them interest me. Oh, my, my biggest disappointment was that Optimus Prime is human size in Fortnite. Yeah, that did look weird. I mean, how how would you do it though? How do you do you know? Make him massive. But it's like they've got <laughs> they've got like the alien in there, and that's about the same size as all the normal humans. It's just a bit weird. Optimus Prime. I mean, it's just a bit weird more. that you've got alien in the game anyway. So. Make him massive, but just have a very small hitbox. <laughs> yeah, you gotta find Jesus it. Christ. Find a like, little bit of this foot that you can attack. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It'd be pretty cool if you could do like a a PVE mode where you have to like fight um Megatron. I always forgot the name. Mm. Yeah. Um, that'd be pretty cool. Like full size Megatron. Yeah. And he like he he starts flying around because I think his alter vehicle mode's a jet, isn't it? Yeah. I believe so, yes. He's had so many different ones. I think he's been like a tank at some point as well, probably. Um, okay, he gets the cool vehicles. Yeah, he got a feel for... Prime, Prime just gets, he gets the stuck truck. as like truck with fire yeah. decal. Yeah. Thanks, Michael B. Anyway, moving on. 
I don't think Michael Bay invented Optimus Prime. No, but he was the one that put the fire decals on him, right? He started. Oh, because he set something on fire in his film, so. I well, yeah. It's not a Michael Bay film if there's not an explosion, right? Yeah, it is true. I give him credit; he does very good explosions, but you know, it's too bad he's terrible at everything else. But anyway, moving on. Yeah, should we move on to the next big showcase? So that's it for the Summer Game Fest opening night. Mm. Right, should we move on to the Xbox Bethesda showcase then? Yep, let's do it. Okay, so this opened up with a voiceover, and I recognised immediately who it was. That's uh, Richard Iwade. Yeah. I didn't know the name, but I knew who the actor was. From the IT crowd. Yeah. Mm. Boss. (laughs) Dave. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. That. <laughs> Here to conquer the vegetable. <laughs> yeah. Not a euphemism. This was a fable. Yeah, fable. Yeah. So I think we sh- we saw a short trailer for it last year, didn't we, at the end of a showcase? Yeah. And we've Very not short. heard too much since, apart from now. Mm. I always enjoyed the old Fable games. Well, I say Fable games. I've only played the first Fable, but I know the third one had a bit of controversy. But uh, this looks good, though. It's it was funny. It was. Yeah, it, it, you can immediately tell that kind of British sense of humour. Yeah. I just liked at the start the uh, the female heroes just walking through the crowd and someone just shouts. So <laughs> I don't know if I can say it, but. I mean, a, a typical British insult, shall we say? Yeah. <laughs> that starts with W, and we'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, I was just going through, uh, he was just talking about the Age of Heroes, just like how it's just not needed anymore. It's just, it's a tired age, extinct, really. Didn't need him. Um, and it was just going through some of the scenes that the hero was in as well. Do love the classic chicken kick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How that like, <laughs> that other villager was like, yeah, nice one. <laughs> just like, yep, just one more time. Um, and then uh, as he's as he's going along the interview, Dave, yeah, he gets interrupted a little bit. There's some uh, commotion going off in his kitchen, and uh, who is to find that the hero's there? Mm. Well, uh, in a nice twist, it's uh, a bit Dave, awkward, yeah, a bit awkward. Uh, but in a nice twist, you find Dave's a giant. Yeah. So um, it did seem to transition through a few questionable if gameplay sequences, but I think they were meant to sort of make out as though they were, where um, the heroes like obviously escaping a few of the um, beatings that the giant's trying to give them. Yeah. Uh, at one point, Dave getting his uh, hand caught in a mousetrap, which looked a bit painful. Uh, and then Dave finally gets his uh, his hands around the hero, uh, in which case then the hero claims that oh, f- and then we got Fable. Oh, yeah, Fable. And that's yeah, Fable. That's all it was. So no, I think I mean just just on like tone and like sense of humor alone, it's like okay, they've they've really nailed that like British humor quite well. Um, interesting if it's been made play. Is it play? Is it play room? Playground. 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 Games. Sorry. Um, I think they, they're the guys who met the Forza Horizon games, isn't I correct? Mm. So interesting to see the uh, the Forza engine here. I'm sure it'd be a pretty pretty good looking game, I'd imagine. 
Well, yeah, because before they did a lot of advanced capturing for it. And mm. that's one thing I wanted to mention, like the the CG graphics on this looked absolutely fantastic. Like they captured Richard perfectly. Yeah, it looked really good. So, no, looking look forward to seeing more of it. Um, unfortunately, no release date. I imagine it'll be next year. I won't be so sure about that. You don't think so? No. I think it's further away. You think 25? I mean, I hope not, but I mean, (laughs) if they need to work on it for that long, I'll give them that long. They've already got a sense of humour. I mean, the trailer alone is like, I I trust you know what Fable is. We'll see. We'll see. I'm just glad it's not October 2023. So. We don't need more games. South of Midnight. Interesting style. This Mm. was kind of like a claymation sort of yeah almost almost wasn't it um i think that's what what's come i initially i liked the, the style the art style really intrigued me um so there's a tall skeleton looking bloke playing a acoustic guitar by swamp and I, say, I, was in, I was impressed with the guitar playing again the notes quite right i thought it looked pretty good and then a, a, a small woman came along seems to be a habit of giants in these trailers here, uh, the small woman came searching for a monster yes. with a, a, a lovely drawing that she held up. Just mm. like, <laughs> it's just like uh, something from uh, Among Us or something. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, and then it basically just came up behind her in the swamp. Mm. And that was it. Although we didn't see the monster. It was all very no. mysterious. She did pull out some sort of spinning top threads. Yes. Weapon? I was intrigued by that. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, that's going to be like... But it is from the guys who made um, We Happy Few. So, it be good. I'm sure Nef would approve. Yeah, it was a good game. I didn't finish it. I, I don't need to finish it. It was a good game, that. Mm. But again, no release date. So. 2025? 2025. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mm. so we got... News of the new big Star Wars game. Yes. Plus Star Wars Outlaws. Yeah, not Outlook. Outlaws. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I have to say I am slightly worried because Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah. Give them but a break. I've tr- I've tried so many times, but <laughs> 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 I really have. But you know, it's it doesn't look too bad to be honest. Because obviously they showed this off at the uh, Ubisoft Forward event as well. Yeah, so we so got a CGI trailer initially um, yeah. for the Xbox showcase, and then Ubisoft Forward. Had and what was the a... name? Is it K something? What was the name? So it's basically, she's. I just deem her sort of like a female hand solar, but she had a little creature thing called Nix. Yeah. Nix. Yeah. Yeah. He looks really cool. Or she. It looks like a bit like a, like a little newt dog. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? It looks like, um, what are they called? Uh, axolotls. Yeah. That's it's a bit it. like one of them. Mm. I feel like I've seen that kind of creature before in Star Wars. I'm not sure. I seem to vaguely think I might as well. Uh, where, where from? I don't know. Yes, yeah, sorry. Um, her name was Kay Vez. Kay Vez. Okay. Mm. So, so she, was in, she was in a bar, and then bad dudes came looking for her. Going, she's done both yeah, so bad. Yeah, this is like the CGI trailer. Yeah, yeah. 
But obviously we saw some gameplay footage at the Ubisoft Forward event. Mm. I'd say it looked a bit rough, frame rate wise, but then again, that might have just been the whole of Ubisoft Forward's event. That just made it look like that. <laughs> but, yeah. mm. but saying that, it's not expected to really see one anyway, so we'll see. But gameplay wise, it looks all right. Yeah, I like like the like the idea of you incorporate um Yeah, Nix. The little little guy Nix into yeah. um be yeah, able to cool. help you sort of traverse around so you can use him to like distract the stormtroopers or um in this case it was the scoundrels, I suppose. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll say for time. It's like bandits uh, kind of people. Yeah, bandits. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like, oh uh, go press this button, go fetch that. Yeah. Yeah. There's all that. Oh, like, yeah, because like, there's a point where you press the button and there's like uh, some cargo start going along. You can like hold on to the cargo and sort of sneak your way around. But, but can, some... it, can it be killed? No. no. I'll try. <laughs> why would you suggest that? Why? Why? You... Of course you would try. No, but what I'm saying is that the team was hiding behind a box mm. and they just sent Nix to go and press this button. Yeah. But the guy was there clearly must have seen it. Yeah. Oh, she just picked Nix up and snapped its neck. I mean, that would have been brutal, but... What the hell, man? <laughs> Rude. It's the terrors of space. Or, or is it like Last of Us Part 1 AI, where your companion never got spotted, <laughs> even though yeah. they're at it open? Is it that kind I was of a bit like, hmm. To be honest, though, <laughs> I'd rather it be like that than them always messing up for you and having to redo things all the time because you're a stupid True. companion. True. Yeah. It would be awkward like, getting caught. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. what are you doing? Um, some of the combat seemed pretty cool. Um, you can change the uh, blaster types as well. You can go from yes. like power to stun. I think there was one. And then you can get Nyx to pick up like a blaster for you as well. Pick that up and start just blasting the entire place around. I um, want Nyx to run around blasting. Ah, come on. Yeah. Um, cannon on its back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you skip a little, I suppose, um, firefight, go on your little speeder bike uh, and jet off over to the nearest uh, outpost. That seems cool. Seems like a big, well, it's given a sense of like an expansive world on this planet, at least. Yeah. Um, so you sort of get there, you get over to the cantina. Um, she drops off the package she was asked to pick up. Um, gets in a bit of a war of words with an imperial officer i like um, the rpg element to this being able to decide whether you're going to bribe them or not yeah they were like oh i i can sort of make your world a lot worse if you don't comply with me but and, saying uh, that after after she refuses they move quick like literally two seconds later she would want to put criminal well i mean sure i had like a what like i suppose the little walkie-talkie thing so um a word gets around fast pretty quick. Didn't bribe them. And you have to skate the planet. Um, I like the idea that it goes from land to space. It's seemingly seamless. I like I like that. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, as soon as you get to space. Do we believe that to be true? Or is that well, <laughs> probably clever loading. We'll say. Yeah, actually. Yeah, it probably is. Um, but, I mean, it, it seems seamless. That's all I want. Yeah. So... And then obviously you get into space. Um, you seem to be in some sort of like ship graveyard. I don't know what was going on there. A lot of flying debris around. Uh, 
think that's some just space, isn't it? <laughs> uh, some TIE fighters come over, uh, start chasing you, giving, giving you chase. Um, I did notice, actually, I don't, I don't know if anyone spotted this, but on the top left, there seems to be like a, um, a symbol of like a TIE fighter with like symbols going around. And I noticed like she was like on three three of these red symbols when she killed a one uh, the one tie first tie fire seemed to build up to four so i was like could this be some form of gta wanted level maybe you know build it up and if you become more wanted you know you get chased by imperials not. everywhere it seemed That's, like it. i mean you're an outlaw so yeah but so like what so you got one level then you hide and then it goes away but surely, well, maybe after, it doesn't but surely they're I always think. after you. But I think well, that's the I think that's the thing, though, isn't it? Like as, as you travel between, place. I think the, the, I think the thing I saw see is that you'll travel between systems, and if you have high enough wanted level, you know you'll be wanted in like each system unless you do something to sort of I suppose reduce that perhaps. I suppose it's just to give you more trouble, isn't it? Is that the Imperials will be looking after, looking for you, trying to. Well, take you out, I suppose. Well, I guess we just have to be good then. Yeah, we have to be good. Yeah, we're outlaws on the way up. We've got yeah. to do things to let everyone know we're here. I don't know, that was just my take on it. I, I've seen some other people mention it, so... We'll guess see it'll all be revealed mm. in 2025. No, it's 24. <laughs> it did say it would be we'll we'll Stop see. it with the 25. Yeah. I did like the montage near the end of that though of like all the different planets and types of planets you could go on. So yeah, one of them reminded me of the planet that they go to in episode nine, the one where the uh, what are they doing? This they're starting to like build back up the new rebellion sort of thing. And I don't know if you've not seen episode nine, then not to worry. <laughs> Probably a good thing you've not seen. Yeah, don't rush out if you've not seen it. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Mm. It's a payday three. Yeah. Mm. Well, we need to play the second one first together, but I think this will be a good one for us. I think it looks really fun, but we do need to get on the last one. <laughs> we really do. I've got it installed on my PS5 now, so like, if you guys can get it installed, I'll play it. Already got it installed. I'm sure I've got it installed. I'll look again. Well, next time we play FIFA, we'll have a look at that. We'll get promotion. <laughs> the next that time we lose, then we'll play Payday. It'll yeah. be we get promotion, play that one game that we always lose in in the first, and then like, right, okay, now we can move on. So, I can't really compare it to Payday 2 because I don't really know what amount of things you could do in it. But in this, it showed you could give instructions to people, like get on the floor, that kind of thing. Yeah, human if shields. I, recall, I think that's quite similar, other than the human shield. I think that's quite new. Yeah, sentry guns. I think that was in the last one. Yeah, sentry guns. It could be, yeah. And then uh, obviously you were chased by this big SWAT team bloke, the human tank. He's in it, yeah. He's absolutely known to fight in Pedro too, honestly. Actually, in the original as well. It's just. Hmm. Anyway. I guess where that comes out. September. September. 21st <laughs> where everything else is coming out uh, fantastic I've got, a, I've got a fine list right 
you know what? I need to get a bigger family so that I can ask for all these things for Christmas. It's a very expensive. Well, we'll find out everything that's coming out in September. We'll come on to that. Uh, so next up, we got Avowed. This is a uh, Obsidian's return to classic RPG, I guess. Hmm. Or fantasy RPG, should I say? Yeah. I'm not sure what to make of this. Is this supposed to be a, a, a sort of Skyrimish? Skyrim um, style. Well, from what I've read, it's it's like the take on Skyrim. I don't think it's going to be. I think they said it's not as big as Skyrim, but it's going to be as it's going to be packed with a lot more detail to it. So yeah, so that's like it's set in kind of a medieval fancy times. Um, you've got your typical swords, uh, shields, bows, your pistols, blunderbuss. Is that what it's called? I feel like I said that wrong. Yeah, Blunderbuss is right. I yeah. thought it was Blunderbuss. And of course, my favorite things, giant spiders. Well, everything has an arachnophobia button now, so you might be all right. We'll see. We'll see if Syrian's nice to me. So, Also got magic powers as well. I think they seem to say that you, you're like the only one who has these powers and therefore potentially kind of frighten people. They seem to play on that, like, like... Although you have good intentions, you seem to be there to like help people. You're also kind of basically a freak, and like people don't like that you have powers. So, also there seems to be some sort of plague that's gone around. It did seem to hit that pair bear pretty hard. It did. RIP Winnie. So, I don't know. It's, it's Obsidian. I always like a lot of the RPG stuff. Like my favorite Fallout is theirs, New Vegas. So, I'm always on board whenever they do something new unless it's overgrown Overgrown. I said that oh. wrong what is it grounded that's the one that's the one yeah. overgrown, overgrown. <laughs> well the garden was overgrown so yeah, yeah. yes but, gr- but grounded had a arachnophobia mode so they might in pretty this if they're smart well, good pedigree <laughs> send them yeah. a strongly worded email yes. concerning your worries and then we got another tie-in crossover Mm. See of Thieves. Something else I've still not played yet. <laughs> really needs to get around to that. Do you need a thingy online to play it? Yeah. You yeah, need well, um, at least Xbox Live Gold. Well, that's not playing that then. Okay. <laughs> <Good. laughs> but no, there's a Legend of Monkey Island crossover. Mmm. Cool. I like this, yeah. I like this. It makes sense. It does. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not happened earlier, to be honest. Come to think of it. Well, they um they did a pretty good job over the Pirates of the Caribbean crossover. I did play a bit of that, and it was pretty good. So I think I'll um I think I might give this one a go as well when it comes out. The Legend of Mungard. Got the mayor, Mister Guybrush. Guybrush Three. Guybrush Three. It's a bit of a hard one. Sit on. <laughs> I like the way how he introduces himself. Whips his sword out, then he cuts his own trousers off. Yeah. <laughs> cuts the belt, drops. It's very yeah. uh, classic. I do like <laughs> they've got the um, the salesman in it as well. <laughs> well, this is going to be a free story update. Mm. Comes out the twentieth of July, so oh, about okay. a month. Not too long. Oh, this next one. This next one, I was so happy about. Microsoft Flight Simulator. 2024. Yeah. 
So let's clear this up. Do we know if it's an expansion to Flight it's, Simulator? Apparently it's a or new standalone. Game. I think okay. it would be a new game, yeah. Apparently. But I think I've read that all the content you've got in the first one can be used in it. Barring oh, a few minor things. Hmm. Which is good. Because I'd, I'd love to update it. But when you have these sort of live service things, you want things to be able to be, go over. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Because there's still a lot of things in this Flight Simulator that I've not done yet. So, but, yeah. but no, this, now they've introduced aviation careers. This is fantastic. Honestly, as, a, as they're going through them all, I could not write them all yeah. down fast enough because there is a ton to do. There was 19, I believe. So, so shall what? we go through them? Yeah, go so, on. So we've got aerial firefighting, search and rescue, helicopter cargo transport, air ambulance, agricultural aviation, mountain rescue, skydive aviation, aerial construction, industrial cargo transport, remote cargo ops, VIP charter service, air racing, glider pilot, scientific research, experimental flights, low altitude training, executive transport service. And this is where it got really interesting for me. Airship tours and hot air balloon trips. Do you know when the hot air balloons came up? I like that is amazing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's going to be very relaxing. Though. I mean, flight yeah. is as relaxing as it is. Mm-hmm. Once we hovered around on an air balloon. Although you're going to feel like you've been pretty static a lot of the time. Yeah, in comparison to flying around, yeah. Yeah, But no, that's that's really cool. Mm. Does it make me wonder wonder what else is going to be in it? Is it it just the careers? Is that that the big thing? Well, it is the big thing, obviously. I mean, well, 19 careers to get through. True. A lot of content there. Does me wonder how that's going to work? Is it just going to work the same way as like the, you know, the challenge modes that I'm in? The first You'd one. have like a panel for each of the different careers, and you go in, and then yeah. you go and do certain tasks. Probably, yeah, yeah. But no, that's that's well exciting. Mm. Do you know what? I was in awe a bit of the large cargo one because you were delivering a plane within a plane. Yeah. Did you notice that? Like the kind of the nerves yeah. of the plane closing in on another plane. That would be insane. I was wondering oh. if that was like another plane or if it was like a spatial. Yeah, I was thinking maybe that should have been part of it. Maybe that is part of it. I don't know. Because there'll be different ones. For, there'll be different ones for that career, won't there? So yeah. yeah. Maybe a shuttle might be one of them. I'm just worried about if I do the rescue ones. Like. I've got this person dangling on this like line and I'm smashing him into the side of the mountain or something. <laughs> what, Sorry. like Homer Simpson watch, style? Watch the rope snap. Yeah. <laughs> doosh, 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 doosh. <laughs> and I think... Oh, the... they should do that as like one of the challenges. That's like, you have to like lift them out of the... Um... Oh, where was where was he? I, I forgot where it was set. It was the it's like an Canyon, Grand Canyon, wasn't it? It, yeah. it was Grand Canyon, that was it. I wonder if the scar you can... For the skydiving one, you're going to be able to see him skydive out, aren't you? you the skydiving fly... one was a little confusing to me. I'm, I'm assuming you'll you'll fly the plane for the skydivers, and I'm assuming once they've jumped out, you'll yeah, I assume then you just fly the positions. plane back to land, or maybe you do yeah, tricks so around them, perhaps? You'll have got to get to a certain altitude and certain destination for them to jump out of, I imagine. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe you have to film them. Mm. I, I doubt it. You jump out and you have to, like, film... While they're doing stuff. Yeah. 
the the search and rescue missions sound interesting though like using something that can be a bit lower altitude to find something or someone that'd be interesting plucking someone off the top of Everest yeah. can you imagine I'm curious the, uh, instead. <laughs> I'm curious possible. over the experimental ones like what kind of vehicles do you have in that one yeah they have like some hover drone kind of thing didn't they hmm yeah, I was intrigued by that. Because maybe for them you have to kind of fly around and survey a certain amount, a bit of land. I suppose we'll see in 2024, but it's great for any lover of flight simulator though. I bet it comes out in 25. <laughs> <laughs> just, just change the name. Just to... <laughs> put pressure on themselves there. But there's that, and then also there's a, an expansion coming to the current Microsoft Flight Simulator. It's the expansion for Dune. Yeah. Mm, you're happy about this one. Yeah. I do like Dune. I'm looking forward to this. To be fair, I did like the. Uh, I always liked the look and the design of the dragonfly. Yeah. The, the ornithopter. Yeah. Does look really cool. And you can actually fly around Arrakis in this. Mm. Do you think you'll see the sandworm? <laughs> well, now you've said it, I'd be disappointed if we didn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'll see. Rising yeah. expectations there. <laughs> yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Well, that is cool. Yeah. That's out on the 3rd of November, that expansion. Okay, but then we move on to uh, Cinema Saga, Hellblade 2. Still not played the first game, which I'm really, I'm really interested about that game. About, you know, it's subject, to like, about yeah. it's subject to like mental health and that kind of thing. I think it'd be a very intriguing game to play, but I've still not got around to it. I wonder how much of like, horror game that's going to be though because i remember the first trailer you like find this what was it like a troll it's like massive troll thing you just throw in yes yeah spears at and like it looked horrible but i, I liked as well like when when you were I don't, I don't know if you were watching this with your headset on um but if you were like senua's like voices ahead were like coming into like mariah and left ear and that yeah. was just freaking me out i was like oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, but it's really good audio design. Yeah, it was yeah. some of the best. Now, so in this, she was in a cave, I think. She? That first was bit was giving me a little... bit claustrophobic, claustrophobic wasn't it? Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh God, I don't want to be stuck in there. Yeah. I like how she was crawling belly up as well, rather than mm. on, face down. But, uh, but then um, I, I, I did have to wonder about the, uh, the big whole things that were on the walls which I have to say did look a bit like sphincters there's no other way to say it they did to be fair <laughs> they, they did pulsating sphincters yeah yeah. I'm sure they weren't <laughs> oh I'm sure they were oh okay <laughs> but then she was questioning herself why she's there what we're going to do and then she looked into a puddle and then Fell into it, something like that. Just got pulled down into it, or something. It seemed like it was like her reflection had pulled her through it. That's what I was getting. Maybe so. Very mysterious. Cool though. Wouldn't definitely have to go around to playing first. So from the sublime to the ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> like a dragon, infinite wealth. Hmm. Infinite sign, looking like an eight. Well, it is an eight, really. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. I mean, I think we saw Ichiban in a bit of a new light. 
to say the least. Yeah, so he he wakes up on a beach in his birthday suit. Doesn't know how he's got there. Nope. Didn't even realise he's in the buff. Nope. And then basically everyone around him is well, a woman shouts streaker <laughs> and runs off. So is he in the US now then? Because they're all American accents. Well, I think he is, yeah. They're all well, it's, I mean they're all speaking English. It's so he's Hawaii, Hawaii apparently that he's working Hawaii, up. right. Hawaii. Yeah. 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 That makes sense to stick to like the kind of small sea but just pack it full of detail and stuff. Yeah. But it's a bit of a bit of a change for Yakuza though, isn't it? To go to Hawaii rather than being Japan based. I think it's good though. It freshens yeah, up the series for it. sure. But it, it's just like Ichiban, just to be oblivious of everything around him. It's amazing. They will almost get to see his ding dong a few times. Mm, very the uh, cover up. creative choices there. I did like the initial like uh, lobster in the shell that starts crawling <laughs> yeah. as he's walking. That, that was good. Yeah. A bit iffy on the on the one on the one guy that was like laid on the beach that had his like arm up. I was like, I don't think that would have covered everything that's showing, but yeah, lay you off. I've got a macro member. <laughs> okay. I but, mean, well, that's that's next year. So. Yeah, that's that's early 2024 apparently. But I'm looking forward to this. I enjoyed um, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and I'm sure I'll enjoy this installment as well. Hmm. Let's get around to playing that at some point. Let's get around to playing about a zillion of those games. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're outpacing us. They, 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 they really complete, are. They're in two more games to list. I'm already at judgment. <laughs> I don't understand how prolific they are. How? <laughs> when like, did judgment they, they come just out? rose in in popularity since <laughs> zero. Like everyone's just loving these games now. It's just like every year. Yeah, I have another one. <laughs> and they always seem to be like really good. Amazingly. I mean, they use the same formula, don't they? They know what they're doing. Yeah. They're just giving us more of what we it's want. It's one of those, though, isn't it? It's a formula that, like, just works and never seems to get old. You just enjoy just punching people and throwing people's heads in microwaves. So. Yeah. Okay, so next we get a, an update for Fallout 76. I didn't even realise that mm-hmm. was still a thing that was being updated. Yep, still going strong. So what's this, then? So, this seems to be uh, mentioning a, a new expansion um, that's going to involve Atlantic City. I mean, my initial thought when I started on the gambling stuff was like, ooh, they're going to do New Vegas. This is going to be interesting. But nope, call me out of there. Go into Atlantic City instead. But, you know, something similar. So, could be pretty good for, for the expansion. I mean, they've already covered quite a few different areas already in um, Fallout 76 so I mean for me personally I just I enjoyed the little song and dance that the Paul trailer was going through seemed very on brand for Fallout so yeah that was quite good actually it's very good like the whole commercial thing they do and all the jingles and stuff like that yeah I just like all the creative uh, ways they somehow get to kill Pip-Boy so but um I've not played Semi Six for a while. I, I feel like I'd like to go back to it because I, I did. Well, I've not played it for a while. I mean, you, yeah, you guys. <laughs> once I took you guys out of your level areas, that well, was. Well, once you took us into the murder lands. Yeah, we're at level thirty. To be fair, it was not my fault. You spawned in a, right on me where I'm in like 
a level you should not have been in. <laughs> I've not I should I should have been into so. your world, so we should just start from the beginning. But you know, see, see, it, it terrorized Nith so much he sold the game. Yeah. Just like Fallout 3, when I got out of the vault and got killed by that mosquito creature, then I took it back to CX. It must be something about Fallout games. <laughs> you have a Fallout, with you? <laughs> yeah. I think it says more about you, because you've got a track record of s- selling games that you spend five minutes in. But anyway. It was more than five minutes. I got to level eight so I could do the multiplayer. That took me at least two hours. Swiftly moving on. <laughs> Path of the Goddess. Well... If you watch the the Capcom showcase, its full title is Kinitsu Gami Path of the Goddess. Sure. Which I'm assuming is the the Japanese writing this in the title as well. I'm assuming that's that part. But I, I was intrigued by the look of this. Uh, very, you know, Japanese samurai inspired, plus just adding a bit of Silent Hill, I suppose. All freaky arms everywhere and stuff. It seems like it looks a bit like a hack and slash game, but like your blade seems to be able to free spirits that get trapped. Don't know too much about it, other than like that, that like gate thing that had like the body in and like the ribs opened up to spawn in the enemies. That was a bit okay. Nice. Very Japanese. I mean, I'm intrigued to know more. Seems like it's got a cool concept, so. Just waiting for the Exo Primal crossover now. Exactly. Or the Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Then we got a bit more Forza Rising Motorsport. Yeah, if October wasn't stacked enough. So they announced a General Motors Titan. I don't understand why this was a big thing, big deal. Because obviously we used to see flashy cars in Forza Motorsport. Yeah. So why is this special that we've got this? Was it was there some sort of anniversary for General Motors? It wasn't it like Porsche, it, it, didn't was it? It. it didn't mention it. It just said uh, this is General Motors Day. So we've got a yeah. Cadillac V Series R and a Corvette E-Ray. Maybe they've, the show... never, they've not been in Forza before? Possibly. Possibly. But they showed off a bit, uh, some tuning options as well. But they didn't really go into much depth of it. They just they just enjoy telling us about Jebel Motors. Yeah. Uh, and got a bit of gameplay. Yeah. It was at October the tenth. I honestly don't know how, how we're gonna survive those two months. <laughs> it's like uh, not gonna be able to have food anymore. To be picky. <laughs> and then we got to Jusant. Ju- Is that how you pronounce it? Jusant. 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 Yeah. I don't know. From Don't Nod. Yeah. So we had a. He showed a young boy climbing up rocks hmm. with a cute little creature on his shoulder. Yep. And then we, yeah, yeah, we saw an awful lot of climbing. Themes, yeah, like Ooh, a yeah. real lot of climbing. In fact, I think that was just about everything that was in it. Climbing. Well, that's good because we trained for this, boys. This is we our did. game. <laughs> yeah. Also, what was the kid wearing? He looked like he was wearing a pine cone. Didn't understand that. Probably. He did have like. Proper climbing gear as well. He's like putting in the the picks for his rope to sort of catch on. So some of the climbing mechanics seemed intriguing. Like he seemed to like at one point he was like he grabbed some sort of tree branch that like grew up the wall. I was like, mm. yeah, it was like some weird mushroom thing. Yeah, 
And there's also swigging and some ropes winner. He's like he's walking yeah, along. Yeah, we'll say the the, the wall running or the rock running seemed quite cool. Remind me a little bit of Uncharted actually. They can do. Mm. Yeah, I, I did find it quite amusing the way they they said this. They put climb, comma fall 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Was that intentional? Probably. Yeah. Climb and fall. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next up, still wakes the deep. So this is uh, from Chinese Room. I'm quite a fan of this because they, they've got pedigree of walking simulators. So they did Dear oh, Esther right. and everybody's gone to the rapture, which I really like. Oh, yeah, right. I enjoyed that game. Yeah. But unfortunately, this seems to have gone into a bit of a horror genre for my liking. So it looks like yeah. you're, invest- you're investigating an oil rig. Hmm. It looks very atmospheric. And then, uh, it's abandoned. Well, I don't know because this, there was... Oh, sorry, no, bit, yeah. There I were a couple of people. Yeah, there was one bloke that... They were on a helipad, but then everyone just fell off. Yeah. But, I think you hmm. fell off at one point as well. Yes, I believe you do, yes. Yes, yes. That's how the trailer ended. Mm. But, don't know. Part of me wants to play, but... God. Oh, we're in it. <laughs> Could still be a walking simulator. <laughs> it, de- it depends on what the horror is. I can see being PS Plus in two years' time. Really? Feels feels like that kind of game. We should say that. Just seems like one of them tires the titles that they just throw in. Good, but I lump it in with like what remains of Edith Finch in in that kind of like group of games. To be honest, I know you didn't like it too much, Mark. But... Yeah, I, I can see what you mean. To be honest. Oh, but the next one, the next one for me. Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. Oh, even got an mm. introduction for Keanu Reeves. Yeah, very, very yep, excited as always. Yep. This looks like it's some sort of spy mission. That's what he called it. And of course, you got Todd Idris in it. Idris Elba. Yep, Solomon Reed. Yep, Mr. Knuckles. And here you visit Dogtown to rescue mm. the president of the new United States of America. And then they showed mm. off some big walking mech thing. I'm sure we'll play into the story. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Oh, yeah, the... like... Sorry, you were saying walking back, like, the, it was like a... A bit like, almost like a, a tank thing. You were shooting, like, it's massive yeah. laser, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But I've read that they've, they've actually done some quite big changes to the overall gameplay. So I'll be interested to see... Yeah, how. I've... I've read, in, uh, I've read a bit into this. Um, and this, this won't just be tied solely to the expansion this will be for the like, sort of yeah. base game as well so even if you don't get it this you'll get a full update but from what I read it, it sounded as though like this was the changes they're making will make the game into what they originally intended Cyberpunk mm. to be basically they're going to do a lot of stuff like um, police chasing you um, the reworked the police and stuff that, yeah that so they'll yeah, so they'll like they'll properly like chase you know in vehicles. You can do proper like vehicle weapon fighting. They've changed how armor is, works as well. So armor won't be limp, uh, locked to clothing anymore. It'll be purely on the cyberware that you've got. So clothing now is more just a stake unless it stays. It's got armor like probably like armored vests and stuff will probably add to it. All other stuff as well. There was some about the leveling as well. So like. When you use skills, you level up 
not just skills a little bit there's like skills that tie into what you do so if you're like using guns and stuff when you level that up you'll unlock skills as you level as well so they're not kind of tied to a skill tree anymore and i think they've done most up to the skill tree as well so i think they've also added something in from the animated series as well you know the whole um when you've got too much cyberware you start going oh cyber cycle yeah i think they're introducing something like that so you have to like yeah balance what you've got on you which sounds cool bloody cool but at the same time i'm now thinking do i hold off for this expansion and just start all over again because if that gets all introduced while i'm like halfway through like my playthrough it's gonna like change everything it's very odd for me having plotted it now you find them and <laughs> you have to go for this like, we have to like start again i mean i'll, I'll see if i can try and find the, the details on it here we go looks like ign's got it so the expansion as well will cost um for what i've heard for the uk is going to be 25 pounds which sounds like a lot but i mean if they add a big thing to it it will be great so one thing that uh just going off here the saying um big perhaps the biggest change coming to the game is the police system they've rebuilt from the ground up and apparently police will now investigate crimes on an individual basis depending on where the player is and what legal actions they've commit so the same kill one in the middle of a desert will should result in a slower or zero response compared to killing someone in nice city no, that's good. A lot of uh, Yeah, <laughs> most so killing someone in a, in a wealthy area of Night City like Copo Plaza was on the quickest response from the police. Uh, different units will appear also depending on the severity of the crime and how many the player commits, like the SWAT like Mac Tech showing up at five stars. So like the big ass like mechs that were appearing in um, in the animated series as well. Uh, apparently they also used more advanced tactics to play down, like blocking roads in car chases or T-boning your car. Um, also introducing vehicle combat as well. On an individual level, as, of now, as I've said before, armour will no longer be attached to clothing. will be built up by installing cyberware. To stop players from investing so much in cyberware, uh, they've also brought over the cyber psychosis feature. Um, so the same... How does that work, though? So they're saying here, uh, we redid the cyberware system, and so now there is a capacity meter, and the more cyberware you slot, the further you push the edge. You can run over the edge, and then there's a bit of a risk versus reward. The response of edge runners was huge, so we wanted to put it in there. So it, it sounds like maybe you start getting glitches, perhaps, that start happening. I don't think you'll go complete cyber this where you, you just... Do you know what frazzle. I mean? Like you'll just frazzle and die. But I, I imagine they could do they can implement some of the stuff where like you start seeing hallucinations perhaps. And, okay. Which would be cool, but then you will not be able to make all these like overpowered bills that have been seen on like YouTube and stuff. Well basically that means you've got to be sure you've got to be sure what direction you want to put your character from the start then. Yeah, I think you've got a little bit you have to be a bit more um careful in how you want to build your character. Because it's saying here as well that the perks and skill trees have been rebuilt completely. Instead of the current passive stat bonuses, unlockable abilities feel more like perks that create a unique character build. Uh, as for example, the reflex skill tree now grants players access to a mid-air dash, 
the ability to deflect bullets with a sword and perhaps and perform fast and furious finishes. So it sounds like they've really rebuilt everything. Very interesting. Gonna feel very weird going back to it and not being used to, to all Well that's this. what it's gonna be, isn't it? It's gonna it's gonna be like everything's gonna change. I think I'm only about four hours in, so I might just start again. Get this on This in, is one thing like, September yeah, and start again. When when is this out again? So it's the twenty sixth September, isn't it? Yeah. I'm gonna have to finish Tears of the Kingdom quick and maybe make this my next <laughs> game and try and finish it before this comes out. I'm super looking forward to that. Mm. Then we finish off with another very interesting one. Clockwork Revolution. Yeah, the really first-person shooter with the steampunk-style theme. Mm, yeah. Quite interesting look to it, yeah. Gave me uh, Bioshock vibes. Yeah, Bioshock That's Infinite. It, Bioshock Infinite. So was this like a first-person shooter involving time travel of some sorts? I don't know if time travel is quite the correct word you seem to have time powers there's a, okay. there's a moment where you um you shot down this like arch um which then you could like you yes. switch around and yeah, like rebuild it'll, back yeah you're like a reconstructor yeah. Weapon of some um, yeah i imagine there'll be there'll be form of time powers that you might have um but it does seem to have a potential mechanic that if you change too much that might go against you because it looks yeah. as though, like, I mean, you, you saw, like, the original City. It was all fantastic. I mean, I love the guy that had, like, a walking red carpet. Like, that was <laughs> Yeah, excellent. that was insane. I, I want that. I want that at all times. On just it. walking on a red carpet everywhere. <laughs> and then it seems like the more that you changed of that city, the more it seemed to become like, a, like it was like a riot. And there seemed to be a clampdown on, on by these Big Daddy-esque police mechs. But it did seem like like the, the so I suppose main characters seem to sort of suggest that like they were kind of surprised at like what have they done like why have we done here I've, like I've just caused absolute chaos like this is not my intention of my revolution so could be maybe the more you change the more you make stuff worse for you but then obviously if you don't change anything you're under the rule of this I forgot who seems to be the antagonist is like iron. Iron, Iron Lady? Iron, Iron something? Iron? I, I don't know. Actually, Iron, Lady. Iron, uh, Iron Lady was Margaret Thatcher. So. Well, <laughs> maybe. I think uh, it's Lady Ironwood, because um, there's like one of the pictures yeah, on Steam, yeah, and someone's cool. graffitied on it, Lady Rottenwood. <laughs> yeah, I think that was what it was. So. Got um, it. Yeah, because it seems like you go in time, uh, go back in time, you can make a change, and then a butterfly effect occurs, on depending on what change you've made uh, as you come back to present day, it, yeah. which is quite interesting. Yeah, I, I get like obviously there's the Bioshock influence. I think also maybe a bit of Dishonored as well, maybe with the whole kind of steampunk that that quite a similar um, aesthetic as well. Maybe enough, you know, maybe you have to have like a balance of changes that you do in your revolution. But immediately intrigued, so definitely look forward to seeing more yeah. of it. Got no release date for that yet, but yeah, 2025. <laughs> or 26. In due time. That's what it says. Yeah, I liked that. I did like that at least it kind of kept to the thing. Give you something. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, but then we got a bit of hardware news. We did. Mm. A new Xbox Series S. The one terabyte hard drive SSD in carbon black. Yeah. For $349. Oh, I thought, I thought it would have been. Uh... Dollars. 
galaxy black. Yeah. That's like a galaxy theme going on. So. Well, that releases September the 1st. So if September wasn't expensive enough, you can buy a whole new console as well. Yeah. It's 299.99 in pounds. The currency that matters. Yeah, that's not too bad. Now, overall on that, a lot are coming 2024, or maybe even 2025. <laughs> <laughs> oh, according to you, yeah. Yeah. But no, they, they, they weren't, I have to say, there weren't a whole lot that said this year. No. Um, well, apart from the stuff we already knew about, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think to a certain point, though, I think perhaps that's a good thing. Like, we got we get to see this is the future for Microsoft. Like, yeah. they are knuckling down on the first party stuff, which is good. I mean, at least they're like, this is what we want for the future, and this is what we're going to be doing. Okay, good. Because this year kind of sucks for you at the moment. <laughs> yeah. So you've got your Forza, which is. So well, that's it. We've got. We have got a massive one coming up, haven't we? So. Yeah, got Starfield, Forza this year. We've got Flight Simulator next year, and everything else that's coming out in 2024. So. Yeah. It, it's good that they're laying the groundwork. Hmm. They needed just, to. Yeah. Just before we move on to the uh, the final bit. Where was the Indiana Jones game for Machine Games? The final film's about to come out around the corner. It was the perfect opportunity to show something of it, and they dropped the ball. Where is it? Maybe it's just It's gone all very good. They could have shown something. Just little, little tease. They've thrown away a good opportunity to get hype. Yeah. Well, who knows? Unless it's in development hell. Well, could be. It could be. Who knows? Because it's gone very quiet. But I just thought there was still an opportunity there. But anyway, should we move on to the uh, the big finale? Oh, the little little 45 minutes of Starfield, was it? Yeah, Starfield Direct. Yeah, a lot, take to, a take, a, a lot <laughs> to take in here. A lot. To be honest, it, it was a really good showcase. I'll start by it, saying it, it was, definitely. It, it, like, all yeah. packed into it. All the questions you probably had beforehand, pretty much answered. Yeah. Largely. It was miles better than the last, like, fairly large bit of gameplay that we saw because, in my opinion, I thought it probably leaned a bit too heavily on the gathering of resources and the gunplay didn't look that great. But, yeah, yeah, as you've said, all questions answered. It looks fantastic. All right, so shall we we start off on the beginning then? Yeah. So you've got over a thousand worlds, which is something we already knew about. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just slightly concerned me, because how many of them are barren, procedurally generated? That was sort of like my issue with No Man's Sky. Well, they're all, in some effects, procedurally well, yes. generated, so everyone's this... game could be slightly different. Yeah. I saw that Apart from key aspects, about that. probably. But they said the real-time global illumination to light the world, based on the type of star and the makeup of the planet's atmosphere. Mm. Did look very pretty. Lighted. Mm. Uh, new animation system, and of course you could play first or third person. Yep. Which would you choose? I'd probably go first person. I think I'll go first as well. Yeah. I, I've always tried in. to play Bethesda games in third person sometimes. Like, I always give it a go and then I always find it feels a bit awkward. I don't know. I just do it for that immersive experience. Mm. In an RPG. Yeah. Uh, yeah, collecting resources. <laughs> this is probably my my biggest pet peeve of this type of game. But it depends how you utilise it, really, isn't it? 
So he had like this laser cutter device, and he just cut some rock off with this thing. Uh, wandered around this planet and found an abandoned mine, mm-hmm. and they just got attacked by a bunch of scavengers who were there. I forgot they were called. I think they were like space but of course you do a bit of looting a lot of looting in fact this yeah. seems like this game this is, is going to be stuff. massive on looting like the amount of just well, stuff that was on that table I was like well, have you played cyberpunk <laughs> there's an awful lot well, of looting well have that. you played any Bethesda RPG is practically the same <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to constantly wait for the uh, you're encumbered <laughs> oh, Constantly. <laughs> Always did my head in those games. Uh, but then it shows you like the data menu. So, pause menu. So you've got skills, ship, missions, and inventory. It's got all your detailed weapons and spacesuits. And the food. Todd Howard loved his food. He kept banging on about the detail of the food. And then you can either walk or fast travel back to your ship. So, Dave, when you lose your ship, like you did in you Man's Sky, you can fast travel back to it. <laughs> That's good. You can take companions with you as you're walking around exploring. So they had a, a robot called Vasco, who was at the bottom of the ship, and he greeted you as he turned up. And he even said, uh, Howard. Yeah, so he said, well, you can you, it uses your name. I'm going to. I wonder what limitations are that. probably got like a. Presets. Yeah. I, I think it'll be. A, It'll be something in a similar vein of like what FIFA and WWE yeah. have got, where you yeah. can select from a I just wonder like how big is this list going to be? Yeah. Is Mark in there? It's a common name, I would hope so. Well, Vizdevsky be in there. <laughs> of course it will. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's on FIFA. It's that's true. On that's true. I can't, I can't believe it's on FIFA, to be honest. But... I don't know that's how a, it's It's FIFA. the third most common Polish name. Of course it's going to be there. Oh, you're Polish, eh? Anyway. Uh... <laughs> No, it's German. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. So your ship is home to you and your crew. And then it showed off the star map. Mm. This was very much Mass Effect. Pretty much. I have to say. Uh, yeah, the Mass details Effect are pretty much exactly the same. So it like, showed you your planet that you're on. And you can see info and resources that are on the planet. I like yeah, that part of it. So you know what kind of planet it is and what it's comprised yeah. of. Oh yeah, it's better than landing on it and then having to find out. Yeah. Actually though, I think I wonder if you would have to like sort of at least scan the planet or visit it before you know the details. I, yeah, I presume you'd have to scan the planet first. It's like how do you know what what the planet has without at least visiting it? Yeah, you have to scan it, and that'll give you like a high level. These are the materials it's comprised of, and then if you do want to mm. go down and look further, you can. Okay. So you can choose your landing sites or fast travel to known locations. So can you not land just anywhere on the planet? Well, I thought that were a cutscene, weren't it? The taking off and landing. It is was yes. So I imagine. It'll just be wherever the cutscene lands you. So I don't think you'll have any control. All of the different ports you can select, and then it'll do the landing. Mm, yeah, it it could be very similar to I think um, Elite Dangerous does something like that when they introduce the planets update. There was like a select port that you had to land to. Um, 
to be able to well, traverse the planet. Andromeda. We're saving that as well. Hmm. Uh, so you back out to view all the planets in the system. You can see the planets have key locations and missions, as well as ones that are barren and resource heavy. Because of course, those those empty wastes, those, those empty wastelands of, I don't know, iron ore, or whatever. And then you can zoom out again to see all the systems in that part of the galaxy. And from that, you can just plot your course to others using the ship's grav drive. Mm. Which seems to be the big thing. So you upgrade the ship's grab drive to reach further distances. Yeah. Yes. But it also uses up a amount of fuel as well, so you have to be mindful on the... Obviously, the further you go, the more fuel you use, and then you'll need to build up on fuel at that point. Yeah. Uh, then they went and spoke about the uh, the city of New Atlantis, which is the biggest city Bethesda have made, apparently. Looks so. Custom, yeah, with custom art, crowds, and quest lines. And they spoke about, obviously, about Constellation. So this is the uh, the company you join for exploring the universe. And they went through a few of the characters, did it? So you've got Sarah Morgan, who was an ex-soldier and adventurer, and now Constellation's leader. Matteo, a theologian. Is that how you pronounce it? Theologian? Theologian. Yeah, who believes something is out there. Of course it is. Space, isn't it? Of course it's around. <laughs> Uh, Noel, a scientist, as says protege. Walter, a successful businessman and Constellation's financier. That's quite interesting. And then you can add a couple of side ones, didn't you? So you had Vlad, an ex-pirate. Samco, a former space cowboy. He sounds like he might be pretty cool. And then Barrett, which they didn't really say much about. Bit of a mystery character. Mm. And then he wrote about other cities. So you had the city of Cydonia on Mars. Which is the largest mining facility for the United Colonies, apparently. So, if you could go to Mars, can you go on Earth? Would it be in the same system? I imagine so. Wonder what that looks like in that. See? Yeah. They mentioned something about the Free Star Collective space. So, so was this, I think this is the areas not under the United Colonies. Mm. So, we have the capital called Aquila City. And then, a very cool looking place called Neon. This was my favourite one. This looks like the Las Vegas yeah. of Starfield, where the anything ple- goes. <laughs> the Pleasure City, as they called it. Mm. Yeah. Where it was like a bright service, but with a dark underbelly. Because that was that like somebody just got murdered. I mean, somebody got chopped up <laughs> somewhere, didn't they? I don't know. And they mentioned some other places called the Red Mile and the Key, which is the headquarters mm. of the Crimson Fleet. But then we got to, onto the uh, character creation stuff, didn't we? This is pretty in-depth. Definitely. Mm. It's the most varied character creation that Bethesda's ever done, isn't it? This is apparently they scan different age groups and ethnicities and using, mixing and matching the data together, they were able to create detailed and diverse characters. And apparently all characters and NPCs use this yeah. formula. So you could use their face and do the Spider-Man meme with them. <laughs> okay. So when you create a character, basically you cycle through your employee records. And you can pick from 40 presets. And then you can modify them. But the interesting bit is the backgrounds. 
Mm. So you can provide backstory to your character. Yeah. And these give you like three basic skills to begin with. Is there any particular ones that would interest you that you want? Kind of, what kind of play style would you have? Try to remember them. Uh, well, weird. there was Explorer, uh, Diplomat, Cyberneticist, Cyber Runner, Combat Medic, and Chef. Because sure, you want to go into it as a chef. Of course. Well, you'd be unassuming as a chef. And people need to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think I'd be, I'd like to think I'd be more of a diplomat. I'd yeah. probably like to be like a By, cyber, cyber runner. By diplomatically I, I taking did, people off, off the ships and stealing them. The cyber runner did look good. With the, the skills that come with it. So you've got stealth, security and theft. Because you want to be a tea leaf. But you get to pick three optional traits as well. And these have advantages and disadvantages. Very Bethesda. But then, uh, we're getting to meme temperature, didn't we? So there's a, <laughs> there's one which is hero worshipped. Where you have an adoring fan follow you. <laughs> which is a callback to, is it Oblivion? I believe it's Oblivion, yeah. yeah. It looks, yeah. it looks basically it's almost the same. Yeah. Same That's one guide guy, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it follows you, gives you gifts and all that. But I'm guessing it can get a tad annoying. Well, I did like the uh, the way getting around that sort of sneak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bullet in the back of the head, maybe. Those are because uh, the things they, they kept interviewing some of the other developers, didn't they? They were mentioning some of their favourites. So we had another one called Kid Stuff, which you pay credits to support your parents. You can just visit them. Well, that's supposed to be quite fun. They said. I guess the negative is that they're taking your credits. Yeah. An interesting one called Serpent's Embrace, which allows you to bypass like certain space pirates because you belong to the same religion. I wonder what the negativity of that one is. Or oh, maybe there's other religions that you're not part of, maybe. Right yeah, that's true. Could be. The last one they spoke about, though, really confused me as to why you'd want this. So there's one called Wanted. So you get a damage buff when you're low on health. But constantly, mercenaries are randomly showing up to try and kill you. Why would you choose that? I don't understand. Some people Hard like mode. a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe. I just found that. I, I don't know why anyone would ever want that. Uh, then, of course, we've got the skills. So each time you level up, you get a skill point. Of course, you use these to uh, unlock or rank up skills. And you have to complete challenges as well. And challenges become more difficult as you rank up. And there's four ranks per skill. Mm. So you've got five skill trees about one. Physical, social, combat, science, and tech. And then again, some of the uh, developers spoke about their favourite ones. Xeno sociology skill. So you can mind control aliens. Oh, that's cool. Why would you, why would you, have to? Yeah. Why would you know that? Uh, boost pack. So you got like, this flying backpack. I thought that was like a standard thing as part of the game. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because oh. when we saw the last trailer, they were just using it as normal. I didn't think it were Unless it's... Of the norm. Unless it's to help increase yeah. the boosting, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Speed. Just just while we're on that. Speed, duration, hover. Yeah. One yeah. thing I did notice in the gameplay section was that if you were boosting in like a zero gravity situation, as you shot your gun, 
the force of it like pushed you back. So yeah. there's like realism in the way the gravity works. That were really cool. And then one called the Neuro Strikes. That basically buffs your punches. So there was some shots where they just ran up to people and smacked them, and they just went because of gravity. They just went <laughs> into the night sky. Uh, then they started to say that you could navigate asteroid fields. You had chance meetings with strangers. Dogfighting in space. It moved us to the ship stuff, didn't we? This looks really cool. The whole ship modifying. Yeah. A lot All of the different modules you can get. So you buy a ship, hire a crew to function it, and then you visit spaceports, talk to technicians there, who can you can buy, sell, and modify your ships. And then you can have like a fleet of ships. You can have different ones for different functions. So you might have one for like cargo raids or something, or one for aerial battle or whatever. So you've got different parts that you can upgrade. So you've got cowling, shield generator, docker, fuel tanks, grab drive, weapons, hab. Is that habitat? Maybe that's what I shovel. Yeah. Uh, engines, cockpit, cargo, something. It says cargo ghouls, but I don't think that's right. That's also correct. It's done something weird. Uh, reactor, bait and landing gears. So you can modify all these separate bits. That'll be shape. Mm. And then there's two, there was two modes of upgrade. So you, you've got the uh, the quick upgrade to change your individual systems, but then you've got the shipbuilder mode. So you can change like the look and the layout with customized paint jobs. Nice. Mm. What colour you have in your ship? Pink. Vibrant. Certainly spotty, won't you? Yeah. Because yeah. it's going to have so many guns on it that people aren't going to want to mess with me. So. Yeah. It's going to be slow and not go very far, but it's going to have loads of guns. I, d- I did like some of the ships they made, the developers. So you had the Platypus ship. And then they made this mech warrior one. I like the mech one. Looks a bit like Optimus Prime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's reminding me of the uh, Megazord. Don't know why. Well, some members of the Constellation can join your crew. And they'll have a... Each companion has skills and also unique quest lines. Mm. And potential romances, because of course you can't have an RPG without potential romances in it. Of course. It's what's all about schmoozing the ladies or lads, depending on what you want. Yeah. Uh, you can hire additional crew for spaceports, and you can also meet the potential crew members out in the world, because I think they show one bloke who looks pretty banged up, like he'd be shot or something. Yeah, because you've just shot him, join us or die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright. That's what I'm going to do anyway. And of course, you assign crew to your ship. And the skills affect how much it runs. And then we've got a bit about the ship combat. So, an interesting power allocation system. Yeah, that really reminds me of um, a little indie game that's called uh, FTL. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's quite similar where you can, um, you can assign, uh, I suppose, power cells to each individual um, attribute of the ship. So, like, if you want to put more to engines while you're flying, once you're into combat, you put more into guns, maybe take quite a lot out of the engines, perhaps. They mentioned a targeting control system skill, so then you can eventually, you can, like, zero in on individual parts of an enemy ship. Yeah, so you can, like, like, take out the engines and stuff. Yeah. So once you've destroyed an enemy ship, you can loot the ship from your cockpit, or, instead, you can decide to dock with the enemy vessel, board it, to take it over. 
that's totally what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Because once you do that, you can also claim the ship. Yeah. And I give you all the ships. Every ship <laughs> I come across, I'm having. All right. You're going to play this just like GTA, aren't you, Mark? Just have absolutely everything. That, yeah. That car, that car. <laughs> then we've got Visit Star Yards. So this was like a big space station kind of thing. Hmm. You can visit just stuff on it. Reminds me a bit like the Citadel. Or Mass Effect, mm. that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Then we've got battleships. Not like the Earth kind, but like... <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking. <laughs> I don't know, space battleship things. I don't know. And then uh, cruise ships. Again, not that kind of cruise ship, but like pleasure cruises. Not that kind of pleasure, but... <laughs> I think that's got like high rollers on it. Yeah, it did look cool. It did look... Well, like a cruise ship, really, didn't it? On the inside, but a bit more futuristic. Yeah. Mm. You can hail ships off of the trades, swap in for, or just commit privacy. Again. Yeah. Probably <laughs> that. And then we had, a, we had a little break from the gameplay stuff here, anyway. We've got physical stuff. Real yeah. stuff. Mm. In the real world. So we've got a few, uh, an update on collector's editions. This seems to be the, uh, Bethesda way. Well, as long as you're doing proper this time, right? <laughs> yes. So we had the uh, Constellation Explorers watch, as depicted in the game. It's great. To it get does released. look cool, this watch. Yeah, have you seen the price, though? Oh, I've not, actually. 300 macaronis. Oh, uh, not looking as cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. But it connects to your phone for notifications. Comes in a, a nice case. The case did look nice. With a fancy locking mechanism, mm. and it also includes uh, includes a constellation bad, uh, yeah, com- constellation patch, and a NATO strap. I don't know what a NATO strap is, but I know it says watch strap, but I don't understand what NATO strap is. There you go. But then, then we got a Starfield controller. Mm. This looks really nice. It does look quite nice, doesn't it? And they said it reflects the controls panels of your ships that you control. Yeah, they had little um almost kind of like dial explanations on like what each control yeah. would do. Yeah. Oh, I like this controller. I like the gold D pad. That's pretty cool. Mm. It's um seventy quid on Argos. Not too bad actually. It's about the same as any other, isn't it? So that's not bad. Might even get one just for Oh, just... the um, triggers are see-through. Nice. Not quite sure about the uh, the headset, though. Hmm. This looks a bit just a Fun? headset. This, yeah, this doesn't. I, I don't know. I don't think there was anything special other than again, it's got like some like decals that kind of point to certain things there in the game as well. So. Don't think I'll be buying the headset. Don't think I'll be buying the watch either. I might be tempted by the controller. Maybe. I could probably do with extra control, actually, for, for Xbox. Yeah. Uh, we went back to the uh, the footage. We got ex- So we did the exploring the planets. Now, this is where it got interesting in terms of how they created the planets. So as you spoke about earlier, about, um, the procedural generation bit, this chap said this. 
We generate the planet itself as procedural content, but the handcrafted content itself comes as the player explores. Our system builds a planet as the player approaches it, and we stitch together a block of terrain. After that, we have the system that adds interesting locations for the player to explore, creatures to encounter, or and plants to pick up. So, is every planet different? I'm sure it will be based on that. is, is that, I don't know, I'm trying to work this out. So is it, a planet could be different when you approach it, but the stuff that's on it will be the same that appears in other things. So for instance, you come to a random planet, two, two people come to separate planets, but it will build like, I don't know, uh, well, like the abandoned mound we spoke about earlier, but that will be, appear on separate planets. But what happens there will be the same thing. Is that how this is? Is this, is that what they're saying here? It's like you'll come, you'll find the same missions, but they'll be on different planets. I the if way that's, if that's like maybe, the core concept. The way I heard it is that me and you could be on the same planet, but we experience it in slightly different ways because of the way that the planets are generated. But we'd still get the same kind of hit points. Like, so it's the same pla- so it is the same planet. Yeah. But just generated differently. Yeah. That's the way I but we'll, but we'll have the same missions on it. Maybe. Okay. I'm gonna assume that there'll be there'll be a select number of planets that has to be the yeah, same. Be, yeah, there'll be like the, the proper planets. I mean obviously like if you're gonna have cities like New Atlantis on them yeah. they're going to have to be proper. Oh, they'll have so. to be like as is pretty much. Mm. Okay. Uh, I think it's interesting that we could both play the same game but have different experiences. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an intriguing concept. Uh, but then they talk about native wildlife. So they didn't want to create monsters, but like things you could probably imagine exist on these planets. And they talk about base camps and outposts. I quite like the look of this. Because when I when they did the update for No Man's Sky. And they introduced the whole base building thing. That was the bit I was most interested in. Yeah. I quite like mm. that stuff. My only worry here is that I'm going to have to collect a load of silly resources to build anything of any use. Oh, of course. But we'll see. So you can build uh, habitat modules, assign crew and companions, and you can set up resource extractors, which is good. So you can actually go away That's good, yeah. and do stuff and just collect and resources. Come back. Yeah. But I liked that they introduced a fly cam. So you can have like an isometric view to construct your base. Yeah. To me, it felt a bit like Sims, just like choosing what you wanted and then where you want it to go. Yeah. And just snap them together. But then it also said that um, you can back on first person and you can like fine tune. So like putting your furniture inside of it, that kind of thing. Yeah. I can see myself spending hours doing that sort of stuff. Scaring the perfect base. Yeah. I was doing that on Fallout 4, so. <laughs> and 76. And then you're uh, crafting and research stations, so you utilise your found resources. And a lot of modern weapons. You can mod your weapons quite a bit. Get a silencer, that's what I want. Uh, then we saw some boost pack combat. So the different gravity for each planet. So obviously that affects your gravity boost quite a bit. Yeah. So you might be having to like proper airtime. 
like, or it might be you try and walk and you just get slapped down to the ground. I just, I, I want one planet where you jump up in the air and then the gravity's too low, so you just keep going <laughs> into <laughs> space. <laughs> That's it. Just drift and space. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then we get into the weapons, and as you mentioned earlier, we've got the uh, the ballistic guns. But then if you fire them in zero g, it pushes you backwards. That's really quite cool. It is, yeah. That they'd like thought about things like that. And yeah. it makes all the difference really. But then uh, you've got energy weapons as well. So apparently they're quite more stable and you that doesn't cause you anything to move or anything like that. But then we've got the mag weapons. So these are high powered electromagnetic induction ballistic arrays. That's quite nice. a mouthful. Yeah. So these are like targeted targeted laser weapons. They produce massive damage. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, you've got the standard pistols and submachine guns and a minigun. Because you've got to love a minigun. But that was pretty much most of the stuff that was spoken about there. But they did mention also that there's going to be a photo mode. Oh, there's got to be a photo. Yeah. Some, some nice. I can imagine you could take so many great pictures of this. Yeah. Sunsets, uh, sunrises. I think I saw some pictures of somebody on a moon, on one of Saturn's moons, I think it were, and you saw just this big, massive, like, Saturn just in the sky, and it just looked absolutely amazing. Mm. Can't wait to do that. Just to explore and see what's out there. Yeah. I'm proper hyped for this, but I'm trying not to be hyped. I'm trying to be really cool about it. Yeah. Because I got, you know, I got so excited about Cyberpunk. And then well, we I was just we thinking that, there. yeah, you got stung with Cyberpunk, you don't want it to happen again. So, you know what happened there, and then I ended up loving Cyberpunk, but I had to wait over a year to play. Well, that's it, yeah. Took it a while to it's get like, there. But I'm really hyped for this, and I'm just like, calm down, calm down, fuck. It's just, we, we know how games are going recently. I mean, let's be honest, Microsoft not in the best track of record recently. So, mm. But it does look good. It really does. I mean, inevitably, it's a Bethesda game. There are going to be bugs, but as long as it's playable, then it's all right. And sometimes the bugs are funny, so. They are. And they're clearly, you know, it's a big passion project for them. This is yeah. the first time. Like, for a long time. So that's, is it the same as something like eight years since their last proper release? I know they've had Fallout 76. Fallout 4, when did that come out? I think that's what I think it's referring to eight years ago, I think. Eight? Yeah. Might be even more. Really? It don't feel like it. No, but Well what well, twenty fifteen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Blooming heck. Wow. That's amazing. I can't believe that. Eight years. I'm feeling really old. Oh my god. <laughs> well this is a f- like first new IP in Twenty-five years. years. Although I, I feel like that was a bit of a, a weird sort of tagline to add to it. It's like, oh, this is twenty-five years in the making. It's like, yeah, it's like they started making it, it twenty-five years ago. Is it, is it really? <laughs> that was pre- I mean, pre-production it twenty-five it, years ago. It could have been if they like thought of the mean, initial concept. Maybe, maybe the concept came and then because there were talks of like you know, I think yeah. Todd had mentioned like. They've wanted to do this for so long, but they've never had like the, 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 the like power to be able to do it. But now, thanks to the power of the Xbox Series X, yeah. 
25 years ago, Todd Howard just put a few doodles in his top drawer. <laughs> Make space game. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a post-it that was stuck on the side of his computer. <laughs> oh, but man, it does look amazing. And it's getting ever closer. Yes. And I've got one to wait now. September the 6th. These deluxe editions, you can get five day early access. Mm. Well, well, it said up to five days. I don't know what that means. What's that mean? Up to five days. Probably okay. depends on the edition that you buy them, maybe. Yeah, if you get the watch edition, then you get the five. But no, because they, no, no, they all said up to five. Oh, maybe. So I don't, I don't understand that theory. Does it mean if you just buy it within those five in, days? Yeah, I suppose. Then you get it. If you get it early within that five-day slot, then you can play it. Yeah, so if you get it three days before the game comes out, you get three, uh, I don't know. Ah, the watch is cheaper than we thought. How much did you say it were, Mark? 300? Yeah. 250 quid a game. Tempting you in now, isn't it? (laughs) No, no. Still too rich for my liking. It's a watch. I'm not going to wear it, let's be honest. I'm not going to wear it out and about, am I? Oh, I would. Do you know what I'm about to say? <laughs> I can imagine if you, you walking around with your whip. You'd look a bit of a nerd, but we're nerds anyway, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Constellation Watcher 1 and Pip Boy at the other. I mean, to be honest, it's a lot. It's, and it's that lot. Power, power <laughs> helmet on as well. <laughs> it, uh, it'd be better to wear than the blue Pip Boys. <laughs> but there's not a whole lot else in, in that case, though. A patch and a strap. That's it. It's a nice box. And a oh, code. You put on, like, and a code for the right. game. Yeah, it shows this box, but it's just got a code inside it. I don't like that. Just give me a disc. Even if you have to charge me an extra fiver. Yeah, it says up to five days early access, yeah. But with one of the digital lux editions, you also get the first expansion. I can't remember what it's called now. But yeah. But there you go. That is the Starfield Direct. You're going to get an Xbox, Matt. Well, if you went to one of them, try to win one. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, they've gone down in price fairly rapidly. You can pick them up for about three hundred quid now. Series X. I mean, there's one game that would tempt me to get one. It does seem to be like it's going to be Starfield. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what the future holds. One final thing I want. Really love the music. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. A sense of awe or wonder. Look forward to hearing more of that. I was listening to the full suite earlier. Oh. It's like 10 minutes long. Really good. I do want to uh, address a little bit of an elephant in the room for the game, though, that's come out of it. Some uh, some interesting frames per second that's come out of the news for it. That I mean, on consoles at least... It can only hit 30 frames per second. I think you've basically got to take into account the uh, ambition of it. The scale oh, of it is pretty much yes. unprecedented. I, I would take the ambition. Like, I I wouldn't care. I'd be like, if it has to be 30 frames per second, I'm fine. I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom. It's locked at 30 frames per second. I'm having, like, the most fun I've had on my Switch for years. So... But, you know, there was, you know, certain arguments made on previous podcasts about certain frames that needs to be hit now well, as a well, minimum. Well, 
Well, it should be. <laughs> it should be 60, but, you know. Well, yeah, we don't live in a perfect world, do we? And as Xbox fans, we're thirsty boys and we need to, <laughs> need to get that game. It's like, just give us a good game for once, Microsoft, please. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, what was wrong with the Forza Horizon series? Oh, that's fantastic, but it it doesn't do warrant knew? the 450 quid that we knew? paid to get the Xbox. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with Halo Infinite? Really uh, <laughs> hey, you, you're the Xbox fanboys around here. <laughs> I've not played Xbox. I've not played Xbox. I've not played <laughs> Halo. Would you, so. you want to admit there, Mark? Apart from that, got a bit of dust on there. Demo thing. I mean, from like from my point of view, it's. I think as as has been mentioned here, it is a bit of a creative um, decision that they've made to make it very friends per second. I mean, I if, actually, it was, if it was going to cock everything else up, I guess it's a decision that had to be made. Yeah, I'd rather drop yeah. a few frame rates than. And then but spend I, time I, I making was, it solid. Um, I think Digital Foundry made made an article about this and saying that like we could see sort of in the future these types of games where the goal of being ambition is a lot to it, and it's just capped at thirty frames per second because that's just they want to keep how they see the game, how they want the game to look basically to be their vision for it and if it has to sacrifice you know very extra frames yeah, but, I, for I, yeah, but, I, yeah, but ideally it's not there it probably wouldn't be their vision they'd probably want it right? so I just release the cap I think that's what we should have I think, I think, I think can... we should be able to choose there should be a slider that just says how many how many frames do you want it might it might it might blow up your game but you know you pick and choose yeah that's a good point it's like it's like HDR and then like I think it's fidelity mode or whatever it is, so you can choose kind of how the game runs. Yeah. But it's your it's choice. Like, it's like thirty frames not your bag. How about forty? Might run. Might not run. I've heard about that as well. A lot, a lot of people request about well, what about forty frames per second? And apparently that would only work on if you've got like a hundred and twenty hertz monitor or TV. Which a lot at the moment don't have. So apparently, 40 would actually be a lot more unstable than just keeping it at 30. 35, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, just, just completely something. ignore <laughs> what I was talking about. 31. <laughs> I need one that extra frame. Yeah. I mean, my anyway. argument is I, I don't mind what the frame, the vision of the game, and it plays well. I'm happy with that. Like I said, I'm just happy playing Tears of the Kingdom at the moment, so. I think it's because you become so accustomed to it now when you see some of these new generation games and they look buttery smooth. Mm. And then we we seem to be going back every now and again. And it's a bit jarring. But I, I can but I can understand from a technical standpoint why it happens. Yeah. But I don't like it. I just want Well, unfortunately, smooth. like you know, the PS five and Series X are Currently already outdated by current PC wow. yeah. standards, yeah. so that's why we're getting 60 frames per second on PC for Starfield. Our consoles are just, you know, they have aged, unfortunately. So. Shouldn't have made this game. Should have made it for the next console generation. Yeah, the Xbox Series. Uh, oh yeah, hold, hold off for at least yeah. another <laughs> 10 years, Todd, please. But anyway, any final thoughts? For Xbox, 
Can't wait to play the next flight simulator. I think that's going to be that's going to be cool. Amazing to just do all these different jobs, and for me, fail miserably at rescuing people, probably. But I, I, honestly, uh, this showcase has restored my faith a little bit in what Xbox is trying to do, because I know there are a lot of doom and gloom after Redfall. I know me and Mark have a lot of words to say about it, and we were saying right, should Phil Spencer step down? But I think in what we've got this year, which is not a vast amount, but if if Forza comes out and it's good, Starfield obviously comes out, then that's this year pretty much blocked off. And next year we've got a few things coming. So I think if they can, like, do what they promised, I think the future's looking brighter for Xbox. Unless they get delayed. 2025. Oh, you knew 2025, yeah. <laughs> Just say. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, I, I think I'd, um, I'd probably agree with Nathan on that one. I think, I mean, in terms of, like, uh, my game of the showcase, obviously, is going to be Starfield because it looks incredible. Um, the ambition there out of this world. Um, this is the point I did there. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I don't know if I've, I've got a surprise. I don't know if there was anything there that was surprising. Um, no real disappointments from what I've seen. And... I think just, uh, again, for, from all that, at least like the first party stuff that we've seen from Xbox, they seem to be finally going in the right direction. I think all those, you know, acquisitions are starting to bear the fruits mm. that they wanted. So I think Phil said at the end um, that they'd had 11 first party games at the event. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's good. Like next year looks very impressive for them. Um, really can't wait to see. Whilst they've got to show off. Um, and yeah, I think the future is looking a little, a little brighter for, for Mr. Phil. We'll see when they get released. In 2025. Then, then, then I'll Because <laughs> they might not come uh, very well. Mr. Cynical here. You don't like, you don't like Mega Dig of do you? We've seen, we've seen what's happened. We can't Everyone post. loves an optimistic, though. Realist, mate. Realist. Anyway. So if you enjoyed listening to us, please consider tuning in next time. We release bi-weekly on Tuesdays. You can visit our website at jokingdolphin.com. Also feel free to follow us on all social media platforms to continue the conversation. You can find Joking Dolphin on YouTube and Facebook, as well as on Instagram and Twitter at Joking Dolphin. Until next time, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Take care. See you later in 2025.